This podcast is brought to you in part by... Not fucking Lipton, man! Fuck you! Hey, it's the Pizza Party Podcast, sponsored by Lipton Tea. We're not really sponsored. With a, we can get in legal trouble if we actually say we're sponsored by something that's not sponsored <laughs> by us. Who are you people? <laughs> oh, shit. Well, I mean, I'm getting sued, I guess. That's what I'm doing. I'm well, Lipton the- Tea is pretty good. You put a lot of sugar in it, I guess. Hey, it's, uh... we have a guest today. Who's this guy? It's Hi, me, Jonathan. I, hello. No, who's the other guy? God damn it, Kenneth! Uh, no, uh, hello. Fuck, <clears throat> oh, yeah, I got something in my throat all the time. <clears throat> hello there, my name is uh, Dradex. I have a horribly spelt name and an uh, equally horrible channel. You should check it out. I do gamer reviews and I draw things on Tumblr once in a while. Yeah, nice. We'll, we'll link to that below. He did an Ed Edinetti review on the video game and stuff, and it was funny. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, cool. Oh, hey, it's Jim. Johnny. We'll get some to call, call me Johnny soon. He said he will be willing to do it. But anyway, the next video, it's either Super Duper Sumos, unless that already came out because we're sched- we're recording at a weird time, or uh, Top 10 Animated Perverts like Johnny Bravo or Quagmire, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. a good list. It, it was a Patreon request. It wasn't my idea. Sure. Uh-oh. Yeah, but the next, but yeah. So let's get into the news. Because I just get, got back from Comic-Con and that was great. Oh, yeah, someone told me, someone met, uh, several people met me at Comic-Con and some guy said, Hey, can you give a shout out to someone named Danny Star? I think it's her birthday. So yeah, Danny Star. Happy birthday! Happy birthday, Danny. I'm not sure if it was her birthday. birthday, Danny. Not sure if it was really her birthday or not. I don't remember. But happy not like birthday, Denny. Yeah, Comic Con. Uh, you are my favorite part of the room. Yeah. No. Also, Emily got to meet her hero, Jordan Vasquez. On to the news. It was so great. He signed a fucking Johnny the Homicidal Maniac comic to me. It was amazing. <sighs> so let's get into the. I ran out of Uggs. I'm just silently disappointed in you. Look, Emily wants to meet her hero, and she got to. It's okay. Your split personality thing is oh, really messed. nothing going on. So the new and we're all very and we're very proud of her, Pan. We yeah. all are so proud. We all love Emily. Stupid idiot. Deeply. Hogarth Hughes was just another boy. One night changed his life forever. Pick me up, okay? Now he has what every boy wants. My own giant robot. I am now the luckiest kid in America. The only problem? The government wants it too. We have a situation, sir. Go to Cougland! Now. Only the love of a boy and his giant robot don't shoot, don't shoot. can prevent nuclear annihilation. The Iron Giant, Friday at 4. I am not a gun. News. Hey, remember the Iron Giant? Yes. Okay, yeah, well, no. I, also, I also remember how to pronounce giant, but go on. Well, it's getting re-released <laughs> in HD in theaters with two new scenes. Wait what? a minute. Was that the movie that bombed horribly? Yeah. I don't Oh, I, I, don't didn't, I can't believe they have 
like fucking 2D animators that are willing to like animate two scenes. Well, I don't think maybe it's just like deleted scenes that were already on the DVD. I'm not sure. They just say two new scenes. I hope the two mm. new scenes are like just animated like really out of place because like new animators. It's probably still animatics from black and white and stuff. <laughs> yeah, they didn't <laughs> coloring it. Just awful pencil tests. It'll just be out of place too. Like just right in the middle of the movie, they'll just cut to it. You know. So it's like a thief in the cobbler. Week. It'll be like Cobble a edition. Prince in the cobbler. Yeah, it's cobbling time. <laughs> Wait, so where, like, is this going to be in, like, like all theaters or just, like, independent ones uh, somewhere? Select or? theaters, like, you know, like one of those two-day special things. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got one in my area which shows, like, weird-ass movies, like, uh, fucking, uh, I can't remember it now, but, like, really, like, old 40s movies that are in, like, the 8mm and stuff. What's all that static that, oh, was an, that was my ringtone. Oh. Jim, Jim is having some issues, so he'll be right back. Oh, your, <laughs> your hellish ringtone. It's the, it's a thunderstorm. Oh, okay. Why? Why is it a thunderstorm? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. It that, reminds him of Vietnam. That answers his question, yeah. Yeah. What? Why is it a thunderstorm? Yeah. Why uh, you say it to something hellish? It's a thunderstorm because I like the sound of thunderstorms. But I, I guess they're re-releasing the Iron Giant in honor of the success of uh, Brad Bird's uh, recent theatrical film, which made a lot of money. Tomorrowland. Tomorrow? Oh. Really? That did good? Nope, it didn't make any money. <laughs> oh, oh, I like that. I really like that movie, but but it didn't make any money. No. Uh, that's good though. That was how that's good. How dare you say that was good? To be fair, I'm only I'm just grabbing on the coattails of everyone that hates it. I've never seen it. Hey Jim. Welcome to the Hey, sorry about that. What's up? This is Jim. We're talking about how how Tomorrowland sucks. So, and well, well, I said like Bird uh, needs a lot of money. I said like the, I think the reason why they were releasing Iron Giant is for the the financial success that was Tomorrowland. Financial success. Yeah, we picked up sarcasm. <laughs> well, that movie bombed I mean, horribly. I I think they just were probably planning on doing it anyway. But now, since Brad Bird has nothing else to do, he has to promote that. Oh, Incredibles two. Mm. He's gonna work on it. He's gonna work on it. Well, he's gonna do the Andrew Stanton retreat from live action filmmaking and go back to Pixar. Yay. Mm. But next is that's what he did after John Carter flopped and he was like, finding Dory. Of course, I'll do that. Hell now. yeah. <laughs> was wait, was Iron Giant like his best movie? I, I don't I never kept up. I mean, there was I don't know. I, I think <clears throat> The Incredibles is his best movie. Yeah, that's just I mean, he made Iron no, Giant. Uh, I agree with you on that. I mean, like financially. Oh, not Iron Giant. Oh, no, uh, either Incredible. No, not Iron Giant was did really bad financially it's either the incredibles oh. or mission impossible i yeah. see i could look it up on the phone. yeah but next bit of news hey remember harry Shear, the guy who voiced like everyone on the simpsons like mr burns flanders i think dr hibbert i don't know what else he did but that was the same person i don't know but he did like a billion voices and he, he does he, a lot of them yeah Shit. weeks ago he said he was gonna quit the show and never return and pursue other things but you know what He's back. What? Back Chicken back. butt. He came crawling oh, yeah. back. Of course. I said he would die. Pathetic. Harry Shearer, you piece of shit. 
Wow. Pathetic. You just can't do anything I mean, without pr- The Simpsons, can you? It was pretty predictable that that was what was going to happen. I wanted Come you on. to leave. Come on, Jim. Where Where is your faith in artistic integrity? Well, he does this. He does this. He He's done this before. I think it's just that, um, you know, he didn't have the other cast members going with him. Like, they signed without him. And so I think he was a little peeved. But they were, like, if they did it without him, that was going to be the end of the show. Everyone knew it. So 20 more years of Simpsons on the way. Maybe next time he will actually quit or die of a heart attack, hopefully. Yeah. The the only way the Simpsons could die is all the cast dies. Like, or they're probably hired as impersonators. I don't think the Simpsons has, Simpsons have ever like you know replaced a a, a voice actor who quits. So I kind of want like the voice actors one by one to quit, but I want them all to be killed off their characters in the show. So it's like progressively everyone in Springfield gets killed off by a virus. <laughs> be like that fucking trail that Simpsons trailer of Akira. <laughs> it's oh, wow. just like, have you guys seen that shit? Yeah, someone. Yeah, that's. Someone oh reanimated like a trailer of Akira, but replaced it with Simpsons character. Look up Bart Kira. Oh, it was it was multiple animators. It was part of like an art jam or something. Oh yeah, like it's it's part yeah. of this project where they got the entire manga of uh, Akira, and a different artist draws a different page, and they're all in different art styles. But with Simpsons characters, Bart Kira, look it up. Yeah, but I hope. Every single of the Simpsons character dies horribly, like one by one. It'll be a, it'll be a good story arc for the, to end the series off on. <laughs> but next news: Sony's making an emoji film. What emojis? Remember those uh, things? Fucking why? You know, like smiley. Well, face? this this is yeah. I heard fucking someone why? talking about this before everyone gets all upset. I heard a th- I read a thing about this, and the problem with movie news versus what's actually being made is people sign deals, and sometimes those deals don't turn out to be things, and almost everyone's like, this isn't going to go forward. Like, this is just a deal that yeah. happened, and someone got paid, but it's not, it's not going to happen. So, I mean, in actuality, he might have bought the movie just so it can't be made, so Sony's making the ultimate sacrifice for the good of filmmaking. If you, if you want to put it that way, no. <laughs> I mean, that's what happens sometimes. Like, sometimes um, some movie company will buy the rights to something. That way no one else can use it on, on, as uh, their competition, you know? Actually, Disney Disney does that a lot with animation. Yeah. They buy foreign animations so no, someone else can't have. But also the new thing now is when companies that you're like, that can't be made a movie, someone always goes, yeah, but what about Lego movie? That was good. So now I can make oh. toilet paper the movie and it'll be fucking amazing because oh. the <laughs> Lego paper. movie is good. Yeah, but... <laughs> Excuse but, me, to- toilet paper. But if uh, Emoji the movie does really happen, like, who would you want to be in the main cast? Like, I kind of want, like, laughing emoji. Oh, Adam Sandler. Sandler. Adam Sandler. That's not an emoji. I yeah. want, like... No, 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 like, which emoji do you Jennifer want? Jennifer Lawrence, Humphrey Bogart. Winston no. Churchill. No. Which um, which character? I want to interject a celebrity cameo, like John Tron. No, which emoji? Like, John, like which emoji do you want to be like the star of the like the character emoji? Like wh- who do you want the emojis <laughs> to to star? Markiplier, baby. I, that's, those I aren't emojis. The, I, I want the crying emoji to have a, a story arc where he becomes the happy emoji. Yes. <laughs> and he and he over. Oh, good one. <laughs> yes. Oh, but he may he must face like. 
purple devil emoji and skull emoji. I'm gonna hate that. And the, he meets the, quirky the characters like movie. double dancing girl emoji. Yes, <laughs> the best one. <laughs> An emo emoji, everybody's it. favorite. Yeah. They realize that they're all just a part of one big keyboard. Inside out, but with emoji That's, instead. Hollywood is fucking That's dead. Deep. But I guess the next news. Hey, so you, you guys ever seen the w, WB animation building? It's it's a. It, they tore down the mural. No. Yeah, there's a mural. You mean the water tower? No, it's like a mural outside the animation studio of Warner Brothers. I'll link to it below. But it basically has all these like uh. Aren't there any maniacs in there? DC superheroes <laughs> <laughs> plastered on the front. You know, it's just like this big mural. I drove past it one time when I went to uh, Los Angeles. But now they're tearing it down. I assume because all the characters mm. that are on there are on, are on canceled TV shows, so maybe that's why. Uh, it'll be Adventure Time and Clarence and T-Titans Go. For some reason, the newer seasons of uh, Steven Universe at the very beginning, it says Warner Brothers Animation. So I guess maybe Cartoon Network just bought them out. I don't know. Well, not bought them out, but just like, hey. Maybe they decide to just call it that for now on. Well, I, mean, I think maybe like Cartoon Network's just like, hey, you guys aren't making anything besides Teen Titans Go. Let us use your animation studio. Uh, okay, I guess. Is there any DC animated? Oh, wait. Yeah, I guess the straight-to-video movies. Yeah. But that's on, about on it. A somewhat, on a somewhat related note, do you remember when uh, the Animaniacs first premiered and they had this inflatable Yako Warner on the Warner Brothers um, tower? No. I don't oh, remember. I remember hearing were, about that. were any of you even born when Animaniacs premiered? I, I was, I was, hey, I was but a fetus. Yeah. Hey, I had five sweet ass years in the nineties, baby. Yeah. Oh, And here's the blog that discussed it. I think you can't do that kind of stuff anymore. That might have been the last, because they did like an inflatable King Kong on the Empire State Building. Mm -hmm. So it looked like King Kong, like in the King Kong movie um, in the 70s. And apparently after a while they realized it's like incredibly dangerous to have an inflatable. Oh, it's like, it was like an inflatable. It was like a big balloon. It was like a big inflatable balloon hanging off the side of the Empire State Building in the 70s. Like, I think it was the 70s. And they they may, usually it's pretty illegal because if they fell, it would just do so much damage. Like oh, that reminds me, like uh, there was this world record I think where they released uh, like a like a several thousand balloons into the air, and eventually like the wind carried off the balloons into the path of a a helicopter, and the helicopter crashed and <laughs> went into a lake, and uh, like they couldn't save some of the people because they couldn't discern like. What what who were people's heads and who were just balloons floating on the water? Because there were so many. Oh, that, that's, what? A great that's game. dark, but like hilarious too. It's like a socialist. It's like who's the it. human and who's the balloon? Wait, hold up, hold up. I I hate nope. to I hate to burst anyone's bubble here, but Jim, fuck yeah, you. Okay. Human heads, human heads do not look like balloons. I don't know what fucked up town this happened in. It was like a billion things. So it's like, you, you can't Rescue tell. workers can't see the um, difference between a head and a balloon, but can they see why kids love the taste of Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Ooh. What? Remember Cinnamon Toast Crunch? <laughs> Jim, you, you just don't get it. You're not a kid anymore. Cinnamon Toast yeah, Crunch I actually, is the best. I actually have been eating Cinnamon Toast Crunch for breakfast all this week, so I totally what get it. What the fuck, Jim? That's not for you. That's 
it's not for you. Neither is tricks. It's not tricks. It's not fucking tricks. All right. Yeah, don't tricks judge. is for kids. It's over, you, Jim. It's over. It's, don't judge me. I'll I'll eat what cereal I want. I'm an adult. I paid for it. So okay, I, I didn't pay for it, but I stole it, and no one noticed me, so it's fine. Don't worry about it. Me and me and my coworker were talking about cereal, and I made a joke about how tricks is for kids, and he's like, "The reason that they're balls now is because we grew up, and they're still the like fruit shapes, but we can't tell because we're adults." <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, that's so deep. Oh. Whoa. That's like the Polar Express. <laughs> what? Yeah, that was a movie. Because Tom Hanks is involved. It makes sense. Don't worry about it. Oh, okay. I don't even get that reference. Because at the end of the Polar Express, he gets a bell from Santa's sleigh. And if you can hear the bell, it means you believe in Santa. And when you get older, you can't hear it anymore. Because not only have you lost your hearing, but you don't believe in Sam. So, so, so parents are just like, throw it out. Who, who the fuck cares? <laughs> They're like, I can't hear it, but the dog's freaking out. What's okay. going on? <laughs> okay, but my question is, if you met, if you fucking met Santa and you sat on this fucking, like, okay, we're going to assume it's his lap, even though it's very obvious it's something else. It's time but we sit on Santa's lap and hard I, it's time to sit on his lap and his yule log hey. oh yeah but yeah and he, and he and he was like listen here you little fucking shit stain here's your goddamn bell if you hear it it means you believe in me well he got it he got it you have to read the book man it's like <laughs> oh don't oh, shut the fuck up <laughs> reading that if you got a bell from santa and you like stopped hearing it Oh, Santa's not. You fucking sat on his lap in his fucking mule lock. You believe in him? Didn't mean nothing to you. No, well, in in like in in the Polar Express, he goes to like Santa's village, city of elves, where he um, makes all these elves do slave labor, and then all these kids are there, and he personally gives the kid his bell, the bell, and like the special person is the one kid who gets a a present from a, a personal present from Santa. The others are impersonal presents. That's sorry to break Fuck it to you, kids, now. but Santa doesn't care when he buys you your games for your Xbox game. It's just a gig, kids. He doesn't like yeah, you. He doesn't, he doesn't care. It's just the world governments put money together to fund Santa. It's a whole organization that NATO's involved in the United Nations. And Holy shit, Jim. He lives in the middle of, like, fucking nowhere with his, like, ugly-ass wife. It's fucking cold over there. He didn't give a shit whoa, about you. Whoa. This is Claus. is <laughs> a nice lady, okay? She is a nice woman. Well, I but the stand. Listen, Mrs. Claus, certainly, yes, she did date Hitler, and that was a long Whoa. time ago. But after that, was it? Okay. Yeah, but do Wait, you remember you guys, how she cheated on him with Stalin? You guys didn't know that Ava Braun, after the whole World War II thing didn't work out, went to the North Pole and married Santa? You guys didn't know that? Oh, I, shit. Well, Santa's ties I mean, some, to Nazi Germany are so deep we never even realized it. Guys, that's been going on for Ava Braun's Mrs. Claus. You didn't know? Holy shit. This is horrifying. Oh. Damn. We can't, none In that case, can I should take it back about her being unattractive. None of this I mean, look at a picture out. of Ava Braun and look at a picture of Mrs. Claus. What, you're cutting this out? Okay, sorry. <laughs> we have, uh, wait, look, what? Well, the government's going to see this. They're going to be like, we know too Don't much. Don't cut it out, you pussy. Look. Don't you fucking cut this, man. Like, if something bad happens to one of us, you know something is up, and you're going to wish that we kept this secret. <laughs> oh, it's going to be cut out, it's it's cut out be my you. whole 
he cut out my whole rant about loose change. Like, where does all my loose change go? And then I started talking about the government, and he cut that out. <laughs> Minions! <laughs> Minions, rated PG. I don't know how we went into Santa Claus. That got really weird. <laughs> Oh. But next news. I love what that was. I don't. Okay, next news. I have some good news. You guys like the Minions, the movie? No. Yeah, no. I love them. Oh, it's As great. a matter of fact, I don't. Well, I love them like Twinkies, but you can't eat them because they're cartoons and not real. You can eat them if you try hard enough. Worldwide, the Minions have made six hundred million dollars after like two weeks. Uh. You know, if you ask, if you ask most kids, what's a better movie, Citizen Kane or The Minions, they'd say, I don't know what that other movie is, but The Minions are awesome. Yeah. Emily, don't you love The Minions? Shut up. God damn. Oh, Emily's asleep. She can't be waked up right now. Yeah. Thank goodness. Maybe we'll have. That's for Patch. Everybody. So this means Stop forcing your Jar Jar Binks character, man. No more <laughs> Gru movies. Now it's all minions all the time. Forever. Good. It will That's never good. end. Uh, it's gonna keep uh, on going. Minions. The same thing happened with Shrek. Yeah. But Shrek was more kinda... hotter and likable. Yeah. Uh, he was kind of sexy, you know. Oh, you yeah. know the guy who directs the minions is the voice of all of them also? Yeah. 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 That's weird. Like, and I, I asked someone, like, do they redub the minions in other languages? And apparently they do, which I think is weird since they're speaking minionese. But whatever. <laughs> Wait, what do they say that's different? They say in like Yakoga or something. I don't know. They talk, yeah. talk about they bananas, but no. Oh, but speaking yeah, of Shrek, probably. like, uh, at Comic Con, someone was telling me about Shrek and like the pre-production of it, like. Stuff before Chris Farley was involved, so apparently uh, Shrek was going to be on was going to be a Disney movie. Like they tried pitching it to Disney, but they thought it was too crude for them. And then they tried making it a motion capture film, which they they tested the motion capture film aspect with like nine people. And then once it was done, they fired everybody and just gave up on that idea. And eventually they went to Chris Farley, and then Chris Farley died, and they gave up on that, and then they moved to Mike Myers, and that's the Shrek we know and love. What is this Shrek? Yeah, get Shrek to yeah, we, we can't do a podcast without talking about Shrek. Yeah, I don't know. If you go to Comic-Con, someone's bound to leak some weird information to you. Oh, wait, does someone come well, someone up just to you like, up you're like, they you're just told you like the animation. whole... Yeah. Hey, you want to know about? Sh- He's told you the whole history of Shrek. Like, hey, Pan, I, I like your work. You're really cool. Here's a, like this big document that I made. I just want to show it to you personally about Shrek. Yeah. Here you go. You you kids love Shrek. Here's how it was made in a factory. It was like you can have you can have this tip about who's going to direct episode nine or the history of Shrek. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> You're like his. Oh, since you brought up Jar Jar Binks, did you hear about the Jar Jar Binks trivia? That came out this week. What? 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 This is this is real. I'm not making this up. This is not like the other things I said earlier. This is real. So mm-hmm. the guy who played Jar Jar Binks, uh, the motion, the guy who did the motion capture, went to went with George Lucas and Natalie Portman to a Michael Jackson concert, and they got to go backstage because George Lucas gets to do that, I guess. And so they're backstage, and Michael Jackson gets really weird about the guy who plays Jar Jar Binks, and 
George Lucas, like later he's drinking with George Lucas and he's like, hey, what was like Michael Jackson when you introduced me got really weird and strange and like walked away and goes, oh, well, thing is, Michael Jackson really wanted to play Jar Jar Banks. And I said, no. <laughs> Of course he did. No. What? (laughs) Apparently, that is true. (laughs) That is not a joke. That is not a joke. Why did they reject him? Please give us the source for that. It was uh, Vice did an interview with the guy who played Jar Jar Banks. Well, I guess Michael dodged a bullet on that one. Eh. Apparently, George didn't want an actor who was bigger than Star Wars, basically. Uh. It was his... Is hey, wasn't there something like the Backstreet Boys were in uh, episode two or something? What? Really? I, I don't know. Don't I, I heard true. there was a cut scene, but I don't know if that's true or not. It's just something I heard about a few times. Like, is that true? I don't know. I don't care enough to research it. Uh, I mean, Stephen Colbert was in the second Hobbit movie. Oh, yeah. But I think everyone's that. Uh, shit, I didn't know that. When? He, it, it, when they're uh, in the second one. Where they're passing the message around the the whatever that dumb town was, and he's one of the people spreading the message. Hmm. Um, huh. Yeah. Cool. Okay. I need to watch that movie again. Last bit of news. Hey, remember Hotel Transylvania? Yes. Well, they're making a TV. Kind of. No. Okay. They're making a TV series, and it's scheduled for early 2017, and it's gonna focus on Mavis. Yes. Is it gonna be on Cartoon Network? I don't know. It's a. Uh, it's made by Nevada, or I forget what the animation studio is called. They have a. So it's the entire state of Nevada. No, like they have this polar bear icon. Yeah, they're the guys who um animated the Spider Ultimate Spider Man cartoon. No, it's, was that wait, the really shitty one. Yeah. Oh, well, that's I mean, good. They, they've done a lot of shows have... over the years. Yeah, is, wait, is Selena Gomez gonna play Mavis I, I in the TV it. series? I doubt it. Unless she, oh you know, damn! She's still popular. I guess she is. I really didn't like her voice acting in the first one. I don't know. I, I just cared because she's goth and she's I don't know. She's a goth teen mom, so you know she's responsible. She she takes care of her baby that she had with some guy she met for like two weeks and scheduled for release early 2017. It, it focuses on the teen years of Mavis. Oh, okay. Uh, well, yeah, of course. So maybe a prequel? Yeah. So Kevin James will be in it, because what does he have to do now? Adam Set Pixels. <laughs> he has nothing really to live for. He's writing Mall Cop 3, okay? He told me. First. Pixels 2? When the world is in trouble, our planet has just been attacked by video games. Pixels. Oh, oh that's... Pixels 2, that's not happening. Oh, <laughs> After... spe- speaking of... The Pixel, speaking of the movie Pixels, Jim, I saw your review, and I know you have to mention one of Chris um, Christopher Columbus's greatest works. Oh, you saw that I mentioned Rent? <laughs> Did you see the fan art someone made, and it had me wearing a shirt that says, I'll never review Rent? I like that. <laughs> oh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen to years. He did what? Rent? Really? Yes, he did. that was his movie after... Um, I actually know this is my only rent trivia. He did that after he did the Harry Potter movies, and it was Spike Lee was supposed to do rent, and Spike Lee for years was trying to develop it, and it was kind of in like development hell. And Chris Columbus went, "Well, I want to do rent, and I just did two Harry Potter movies, so fuck all y'all. I'm directing rent." 
And then and that's Spike how it Lee was just like, fuck you, motherfucker. It, I, th- I don't know if Spike Lee gave up or had it yeah. taken away from him, but to my understanding, it was kind of like Chris Columbus wanted it and they gave it to him. So. Mm. Yeah. But did anyone Chris see Columbus... Pixels? <laughs> Ugh, uh, Pixels. Jim, oh, Jim did. Ugh, it was... I saw it. Oh, you saw it? What'd you think of it? I mean, I, I thought it was ex- very boring, like the comedy was terrible, but like, you know, it had colors. <laughs> the action sequences were w- w- with all the colors. That was interesting. I like the- Everything else was bad. You're like, look, if you've never seen moving images before, Pixels will be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the effects look cool. If you've never seen a movie before, this is amazing. This movie, like, it's really sleazy against the love interest because, okay, so in... In Pixels, uh, Adam Sandler's this repairman. He goes to someone's house and he talks with some some lady who just got a divorce. And then, like, five minutes after, like, he, he moves in to try to kiss her. And she's like, what the fuck's your problem? And then Adam Sandler's just mad saying, like, well, well, you're pretty stuck up if you don't want to kiss me or anything. I bet you'd kiss me if I was a millionaire. Oh, yeah. Was that, like, was, that was creepy. I forgot about that. It's like, and, and she's like treated like the bad guy in the film for doing that. It's like, what the fuck? Great. <laughs> you're like, not Adam Sandler. You're a terrible person. Okay. I did like that. You. In the as a repairman, he's still wearing cargo shorts. I was like, man, Adam Sandler, that was in your contract, wasn't it? <laughs> he's, <laughs> like, he's not gonna put on full pants ever. Yeah, it, it was weird. Like I haven't seen a movie in a long time where the lead is wearing shorts from a for like a bunch of scenes. Like he's laying down and he has skinny legs too, so it looks weird. It's like I don't know. <laughs> But the the one thing that's strange about it is I didn't realize I thought it was like an effects movie starring Adam Sandler. I didn't realize it's like an Adam Sandler movie. That's the part yeah, that I was. It's a Happy Madison of. production. I mean, I knew they were involved. I just it's very much like a Happy Madison movie, you know. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was going to be like Hotel Transylvania where it's mostly someone else's film that happens to have Adam Sandler, but no. No. Yeah. Wasn't. I think that's that's kind of that would have been a better idea than doing a very Adam Sandler movie, you know. Oh, I was going to say uh, Professor Uwatani. Is that how you say his name? Apparently the real so. the real guy is in the background somewhere. It's just he he can't speak English. May I introduce to you the creator of Pac-Man? Professor Uwatani, what are you doing? I would talk to him. He's my son. Hello, my sweet little boy. Look how big you've grown. It's so sweet. He's so sweet. You're a good boy. That wasn't the creator of Pac-Man in the movie. That was a fucking fraud. Well, they got the guy, the the real guy they got his permission not to have him in it. So it's not like he, he still got paid. He's fine. So don't worry, everybody. In the, in the opening, in the arcade scene, like there's a repairman fixing a machine and that's Professor, the real uh, creator of Pac-Man right there. Oh, that's where he is. Yeah, the, I saw him. <laughs> Someone mentioned him, but like the guy that 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 w- that got his hand eaten by Pac-Man, that's just a fucking fraud. Did you notice the uh, how Dan Aykroyd has a cameo, and then they have a product placement for Dan Aykroyd's vodka? Yeah, someone mentioned that too. It's, I mean, because it's like everyone says, like this is a Ghostbusters knockoff, and then you have Dan Aykroyd there. Yeah. What they what they should have done was call him Dan Arkanoid. What? That's how I've always read his name, Dan Arkanoid. That's like the, the people who say like 
a magneto instead of magneto. <laughs> magneto. People used to before the first the 90s cartoon, there was a debate on how you say his name for years. Oh. And then the the 90s cartoon hit and they're like, "Oh, it's Magneto." And then ever since then it's been Magneto. But half the pe- I knew so many people who called him Magneto. And they'd say, what? It's spelled that way. And I'd look at them like, I mean, I guess so if you're dumb, but. <laughs> that was also. That was a real with, thing. Uh, that was something I, I, in like. In, it, uh, in Final Fantasy VII, I think that was the same problem in like every Final Fantasy game. Because all the names were spelled so stupid. So it was like, oh, is it Arieth or like Aerith or Ariel or fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was no voice acting, oh. so you couldn't like clarify it. Yeah. Uh. Oh, but in, in ninth grade, I remember, like, uh, we were learning about cliches and writing for our reading class or writing class. And, like, the teacher, were, we didn't call them cliches. She said, clitches. Oh, like oh. video games. Oh. She said it like Clitches. that, like video games so the kids can relate, yo. You know what I'm saying? No? I, I think that would make more sense, actually. Clitches. Clitches. Yeah. I actually want to start saying that and see if anyone gets what I'm trying to say. Sometimes. I'm such a cliche. I actually say the lead singer of Radiohead's name, I always call him Thom Yorkie. And and oftentimes no one will correct me, but it's half a mispronunciation. It's half me mispronouncing something, but it's also uh, a mystery science theater joke that I've kept going throughout my life for years. I still get comments saying, hey, that's not how you pronounce Cowboy Bebop. And I always say Cowboy Beep Boop. Are you supposed to say Beep Boop? Or you say beep-boop. I'm confused now. <laughs> that's what I, That's how I say it. Beep-boop. Beep-boop, beep. I remember, like, when you put that in the video, I had to, like, go back and be like, did he say beep-boop? Like, fucking, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, this is what we're doing now. Well, wouldn't, wouldn't boop have two O's? So that, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> I don't know. But, like, if, if I make it a running joke, the, the, the time I don't... Uh, jokingly mispronounce someone pe- something people will think oh it's just pan mispronouncing it like always on purpose whatever so it's it's foolproof you know i can't get in trouble i'm not liable everyone will just think that you're an idiot forever it's perfect yeah <laughs> pixel yeah but pixels was a, I don't what know, a the effects were cool. good movie it had adam sandler he was funny what uh, an american classic oh, kevin oh, james Kevin Smith, whatever. It doesn't matter. Kevin yeah. Smith wasn't in it, was he? No, Kevin James. He was in the background. He was playing the Batman. No, he wasn't. Although know. Josh Gad could probably play a good Kevin. No, Kevin James should be Kevin Smith and the Kevin Smith. Whoa, what's happening? Is there a fire? A smoke alarm? Hannah, are you defusing a bomb? No, it wasn't me. Uh, it was dull. It's snowing. It was dull. Oh, no. Someone went out. Uh, his fire alarm went off, I think. That was uh, dull in the duck. <laughs> but I don't know. Pixels, like I guess, at least see it once because it was kind. Of, the action sequences with the video game physics, I guess, were cool. Well, there's a, there's a flaw in the one of the video game things in it. But this is a spoiler. Should I talk about? Well, it's not. No one cares well, about pixels. Really, I, I know what you're talking. I I think I can guess what you're talking about. But it, I'll, I'll just I'll just uh no, say it without spoilers. No there is a, a thing where like they explain how that guy from Game of Thrones was so good, and it's like. That's not how how Pac-Man works. There's, there is nothing in Pac-Man that you can do that with. Yeah. Well, no, not just that, but how he did it with a car in real life. Yeah. Like, that part makes no sense. Like, you can't... He wasn't in a video game world. He was in the real world, and suddenly he sped up crazy. And, like, 
how would the car be able to do that? Like, that didn't make sense. I don't know. Like, it would make more sense if, like, maybe there was, like, a, a controller attached to, like, the steering wheel, like, Megas yeah, XLR. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, oh. I could see that. That would have been awesome. Yeah. It was just, I mean, there needs to be, we need to, someone needs to make a good video game movie. It's just kind of upsetting. Except for Wreck-It Ralph. and <laughs> Wreck-It Ralph doesn't count. We always get, like, kind of close, but it's never, like, full-on, like, wow, that was really good. Yeah, I, I feel like that's coming, because... Uh, we're still in the age of, um, like, how where comic book movies were before, like, Sam Raimi and Joss Whedon came along. I feel like we're still in, in pre-that with video games. Like, we need a director who likes video games and plays Yeah, them. like, I feel we'll, like, over time, people will start to, like, uh, there's a person that has a drive to make a good video game movie. He'll grow up and, like, maybe find his way through the system and, like, make it. Kind of yeah. like Joss Whedon yeah. or the like, we're just not there yet. I mean, Pixels kind of feels like it could have been like a regular show episode or movie. No, it wasn't that good. Come on. <laughs> I, I mean, like if, if I think, well, I mean, like the concept of it, it kind of it's kind of like that destroyer of worlds devil pixel character from that one episode of regular show. Oh, that's true. That's you know what? I wish J.G. Quintel had done Pixels. I bet it would have been a lot better. Yeah. If it was like all the characters, but in fursuits <laughs> and a CG gumball machine <laughs> all together. Fighting to save the world from pixels. Wait, fursuits? Wait, why? I mean, how else would you make a live-action regular show movie? Well, I wasn't saying it would be a live-action regular show movie. I was saying he would just write it and direct it. And do you just want a movie with fursuits? Like, I mean, that'd be pretty interesting if that's how they do a regular show movie. They get a like a, an Ewok from like an Ewok to play Rigby, like one of those actors who played an Ewok. <laughs> you could get, you could get, Danny DeVito could play Rigby. Chris Pratt could play Mordecai, and um, fucking Chris, oh. Pratt. Uh, Chris, Chris Pratt's uh, too buff to be uh, Rigby. No, that, no Mordecai. Yeah, Mordecai. Mordecai. You know, uh, Toby Maguire. No. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. He's, oh, he's who's not, the guy? Jay Baruchel. Jay, the guy from uh, How to Train Your Dragon, and this is the end. Oh. Oh. Oh, oh dude. Yeah. He could be I can see that. I don't know who could be Rigby, though. Anyway. Not Danny DeVito. Yeah. <laughs> I like Danny DeVito. He's... Come on, Mordecai, let's go somewhere. Danny DeVito's <laughs> my, my, one of my life goals is to be Danny DeVito. Why is that a life goal? Because he's, he's like, he still goes to Bonnaroo and he's like 70 years old and he, uh, <laughs> Yeah, he produced, like, Pulp Fiction. Like, he's done so much. If you look at his Wikipedia, you're like, you're like, man, this guy isn't a man. He's a god. Like, He just, has, like, done a lot in his life. That he's, yeah. like, done all this stuff, and then he's like, I'm going to do It's Always Sunny. Like, he doesn't need to do that show, but he does it, and he's hilarious. Yeah, I thought he was 50. Like, every time I see him on the show, he's kind of, like, short and a little creepy, but... I didn't know he was 70. Well, supposedly, if you party with him, it's supposed to be amazing. Like, he uh, can drink yeah. everyone under the table. And oh. He's still... I could, yeah, I could fully imagine that. So, I just want to be able to experience that once in my life with Danny DeVito. Yeah. Magic Danny yeah. DeVito moments. Magic the Danny point. DeVito XXL. I wonder how he gets his hair like that. Is it like, Ooh, does he have to shave? Yeah, exactly. You, you I, just... I, want, I want a haircut that terrible. 
<laughs> whenever I, I like grew my hair out recently, I finally shaved it like a smart person and like it was just a Danny DeVito haircut the whole time. It was just a fucking mess. Have you ever had the idea it's just like never mind, it was dumb, like just light your hair on fire? What? Well I mean, uh, I don't know. Have you seen those videos where people like cover themselves in like hairspray and light themselves on fire? My fucking high school friend used to do that. Isn't that well, fucking that stupid? Fun. It was part of his video series, YGQWDHA. I don't know if he still does it, but I was on it a few times. Why wow, you remember that whole name title? Um, the, yeah, it was, um, you got questions, we don't have answers. That's what the series was called. So anyway, uh, news. Uh, Rick and Morty's back, baby. Rick and oh, Morty. Yeah. Uh, Morty. Tonight, or whenever this airs. Whenever. Rick and Morty forever. Rick and Morty all the time. Rick and Morty twenty four seven. All day. Wait, little Morty. Rick and Morty. Premier Morty. Ugh. Rick and Morty in your closet watching your sleep. Is, is his, I wonder if his catchphrase is really going to be like, I don't give a fuck. Remember that was what he said his new catchphrase? <laughs> I hope it is. I really hope it is. I don't give is a fuck. It? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Let's get into the topic, which I think we should cut down the topic, because the topic is... Let's just talk the topic about is... Favorite DC movies. Iron Man 3, Phase 2. Something I want to say to the Mandarin. You're not a man. You're nothing more than a maniac. You know what's going to happen to you, right? It's just you and me. You'll never see me. Phase Marvel's 2, part phase 1. Two. Phase 2, part 1, yes. <laughs> Iron Man 3, what you guys think of Iron Man 3? Ant-Man fucking sucked. Iron Man. I am mixed about Iron Man 3 because on one hand, I really like the Mandarin. On the other hand, I don't like the real Mandarin. Oh no. Yeah, I like okay, mandarins. Okay, the, pl the plot of Iron Man 3, Iron Man picks a fight with some guy over a TV and they blow up his house and Iron Man lands in some nobody shithole town. <laughs> it's like the most abridged like plot snaps I've ever heard. I actually watched that before we did the podcast and I was like, whoa, it's like I just rewatched it again. <laughs> yeah, it's but like, like you're just you having flashbacks as he says it. It's so vivid. Ever seen the um, uh, how it should have ended of the movie? Yeah, I think I Yeah. They mentioned, like, how come Iron Man didn't just call up all those iron soldiers when he was in the town? I forget why. He didn't have any bars. He didn't get Verizon. Why did he call the Avengers for help? But... Well, you know what's what's weird is that with Iron Man 3, I at the time and even now, there's more complaints that why doesn't he call the Avengers? But never in Winter Soldier does anyone say that. Because they're busy. Because Captain America doesn't need any help. He's Captain America. Yeah, he's got like, America on his side. But yeah, like, everyone like, yeah. like in Iron Man page. 3, first off, Thor's not helping you because he's in Asgard doing stuff or something. I don't know. And I like, Asgard. Like, but it's like Captain America is not going to like help him out. He's busy. I don't know what he's doing, but he's an asshole who wants to help Iron Man. That's probably true. But yeah, yeah. there's a there were a lot of complaints about that. Uh, at the time, like, where are the Avengers? Why don't they help him? What's going on? I hate them. Well, they're Why don't I watch them? They're probably just busy with their own uh, villains and whatever. I mean, Hawkeye had to go to his 
farm. Spoilers, if you haven't seen the fourth Spoilers, there's a farm. There's a farm in Avengers. There's a farm in Avengers. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> they go Spoiler. farming. Spoilers. Spoilers. There's Nobody thought it was a spoiler until you said that. Somebody's listening to this. They're like, God damn it. I was going to see Avengers 2 on Blu-ray. Damn it. I was waiting. I didn't know about the farm part. Ah, Specifically Blu-ray. God, it's more expensive then. Fuck. And another problem I have with Iron Man 3 is like at the end, uh, Pepper Potts, I think that's her name. Pepper Patty. Yeah. That's a great name. Peppermint Patty, like she, she got, she got these powers where she's nearly indestructible and whatever. Like, how come she hasn't helped with the Avengers and stuff? Well, she gets them removed. Well, why would she? Well, doesn't she want those powers? Well, those powers made you explode and die. Oh, that so. sucks, man. Yeah. All oh, right. I, remember I mean, my mom had those type of powers. No, I know. <laughs> that, that I'm that... thinking of something else. Never mind. Wait, so if I, didn't Iron Man like close off close up shop like he didn't want the Iron Man suit anymore and I don't know they acted like he destroyed everything but it was more because Robert Downey Jr.'s contract was up at that point and he was holding off negotiations so when they were doing press they didn't know if he would come back so they just kind of ended it but they also used it as a way to uh, to kind of show that why he would want to make something like Ultron is because he like really doesn't want to be Iron Man anymore because he all he's all PTSD'd out and stuff like yeah. that. So mm. oh yeah, because Iron Man three sort of connects with the Avengers because he had like post traumatic stress disorder from like uh nearly dying in Avengers or the whole idea that, that that he has all these suits that come and help him that he's not controlling like he's already working on stuff like that. Like Iron Man three f- feels like it's unrelated, but it's actually more connected because. Um, it it kind of makes the whole Ultron thing make more sense because you know where Tony Stark's head is at and he wants to retire and chill with Pepper Potts. But I don't know the whole how he got the Iron Man suit part makes no if you think about it, that doesn't make any sense. Like, why was yeah. he he should have just been like the money guy in the background. But, you know, they didn't want to not they didn't want to have an Avengers movie without Iron Man. So. But the movie felt a lot, a lot quieter. Like it felt like a slower pace compared to like Iron Man one and two. I think. Yeah. Um, so kind of. Yeah. Because it, it was in winter time, and it's technically one of those Christmas movies, like Die Hard, where it's not about oh, Christmas. So Iron Man three is a Christmas movie. In the well, same it takes way Die place Hard is. during Christmas. I mean, Jurassic World takes place during Christmas too. Oh yeah. Like, what was the point of that? No, that never comes back. Yeah, they just have a scene where they're like, hey, yeah, it's Christmas or something. Look at the tree. Anyway, go to your dinosaur island. It's fine. Yeah, like it, it would be more sensitive if it was like they're fighting winter dinosaurs or whatever. <laughs> just merry, merry fucking, merry fucking Christmas. There's no presents. Go to an island and get killed. Yeah. But they with that one lady. The the thing with Iron Man 3 is it's directed by uh, Shane Black, who most people probably know from he did Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, which kind of started the whole Robert Downey Jr. comeback. But he wrote Lethal Weapon 1 and 2. And he's really more of a product of the late 80s, early 90s Hollywood. So Iron Man 3 feels like it's like, uh, kind of feels like it's a Hollywood movie from the late 80s, early 90s, more than the others. Because he was, Shane Black was a huge screenwriter back then like he i think he got a million dollars for writing last action hero or something like he was the first i'm 
I'm not joking. He was the first screenwriter to make a million dollars on a script. On Last Action Hero, of all things? It, it was either Last Action Hero or The Last Boy Scout or something. Because he wrote Lethal Weapon, that. and that was such a huge hit at the time. So, huh. I love Last Action Hero. It's been Everyone a while. else hates it. It's been a while. I, I actually don't know if I've watched it all the way through. I'm not sure. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. Because yeah. <laughs> I pretty much ripped off Last Action Hero for that Loki IRL comic that's coming out end of August at on Tumblr. But whatever. Um... <laughs> oh yeah, but what? Another thing that bothered me about Iron Man. Another thing what? that bothered me about Iron Man three is like in the beginning when he's like telling the Mandarin go fuck yourself with all those press people interviewing him. On one of the microphones of the press, there's a GameCube logo, like a silver GameCube logo on the press, and I'll include a link, an image of that on the description. But <laughs> did anyone notice that? No, I didn't notice no. that. Iron Man was mediocre. I'm pathetic enough to notice a GameCube logo where it shouldn't be. The Mandarin thing's probably, like, the most controversial, because, like, they took a big supervillain and just changed him into, like, a joke character, I guess. Pretty much. I mean, there's no way you could do the Mandarin without being super racist, so it's, uh, (laughs) it's... What? For normal, uh, Jim, for normal people who don't read, uh, who, who is the Mandarin, really? Uh, he was like this... a bunch of rings. What Ken said, basically. No, it's, uh, it's I mean, he is, he was like this Asian, uh, supervillain who is his, his, the drawings of him, he's a super kind of racial stereotype kind of character. And he was Iron Man's major villain, you know, for a long time. But they never knew how to introduce him because he's kind of, they act like he's might be coming in in the first one. They ignore him in the second one. And then in the third one, they uh, they have Ben Kingsley play him. But he, he is, I don't know as much about him, but he had his 12 rings who gave him superpowers and he was super evil. But he, I mean, to do, if you were going to do him, he would have to be a racial stereotype and that wouldn't play very well uh, at all. <laughs> You know, like, yeah. wait, his character was being a racist stereotype. Oh, yeah, no, he grows yeah. undercooked. Time he to was Iron Man. Like, he was basically like, like, if you look at pictures of him, they're like, I don't think they could do that now. Uh, <laughs> oh, he have, like, is it like the 50s, like one of those weird cartoons from the 50s where he just has buck teeth and like giant glasses yes. squinty eyes oh yeah, yeah. oh that's the i mean it was they tried to evolve him and make him less racist but it's kind of like at the time i was disappointed that they kind of just took away the mandarin but i'm also watching like when i rewatched it today i was like i don't know if there's any other way you could do the mandarin because it just doesn't Certain parts of these characters who last for 50, 60 years just don't ev- can't evolve, and you just kind of have to move on from them. And I think Mandarin, you have to move on from. So, you know. Ant-Man was boring. But, but the... What? I'm just going to spread out my review, my uh, opinion on Ant-Man, just because cause we're not going to talk about Nobody it. Nobody fucking it cares about Ant-Man. We're talking about Marvel Phase 2, dipshit. You know, I really like the Brave Little Toaster. Okay, listen here, what? Aiden. Let's, I'm not gonna. Let's, I'm let's not gonna skip. sit here and be insulted. The Brave Little Toaster was a lower level Marvel superhero. Okay, I'm so sick of this bullshit. Okay. Let's skip to Ant Man. Let's fuck all the other movies. Let's talk about Ant Man. Another movie I haven't seen. 
<laughs> Wait, are we just are we? Just, we're not going to do Thor: The Dark World, which which is everyone's favorite. I thought Thor: The Dark World was okay. Fuck you, Jim. It was a pretty like, good I, comedy. I mean, I laughed through the whole thing. No, it's how no, bad look, it was. It was hilarious. hilarious. The, thing with, the Dark World's not a bad movie, but of the Phase Two movies, it's the worst one. I mean, okay. it was boring. I didn't know what was going on. The after credits was pointless. Doctor Who was the villain. People only really liked it for, like, the Loki cameo and him throughout the movie. Whenever, like, the villain showed up, everyone's just like, oh, yeah, it's what's his fuck. I don't know. Hello, Tumblr. I'm here remember. again to save the movie. I don't <laughs> remember what even happened in Thor The Dark World. Like, why did why would they team up? Some lady died. I don't know. I was just going to say the same thing you're probably going to say. Well, the, the thing, the problem with the Thor movie is he has to fight, like, the whole universe getting destroyed. Which seemed like the stakes were like ridiculously too high for just a solo Thor movie, and that like not much happened overall except for like Thor's mom dies and stuff, and like apparently that's that was like a criticism at the time. But then the new the third Thor movie apparently like all, all sorts of shits going down and lots of people are gonna die, and I think that's probably because everyone was like. You know, the second one was a little weak in terms of ramifications afterward. Because it's like the one phase two movie that does not really lead to. And like, what does it lead to? It's just the Infinity Stone thing from the uh, uh, portal thing or whatever it was. That's the only thing. Like the rest of the movie, you, you don't even really need to see that. It's the least essential one of phase two, you know? Yeah, it's was, it was just kind of like an episode of like a Thor TV show. It was kind of like that was nice, I guess. Well, that's like all the Marvel stuff is kind of made like TV. Well, they have connecting threads, at least. There wasn't much like on a grand scale in that Thor movie. No, not really. No, nah, no. Yeah, but I don't know. There's one scene that I like that I kind of liked in Thor, the dark world. There was a scene where all these kids were in a warehouse and they were experimenting with these weird the physics that were going that were screwed up in real life. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of like a scene in the, if anyone saw the Animatrix, anyone? Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, there was, there was a short, okay, Animatrix was like an animated anthology series of the Matrix movies, but they were anime and they were shorts. And uh, there was this one short where it was these kids in a, in a house that was supposedly haunted, but it's just one big glitch in the Matrix. And I thought that was one of the better shorts on there. That was a, that was a cool short. And I, I felt like the director saw that and just kind of copied it for Thor. That director had that movie had all sorts of director problems with Marvel because the first director quit, and they had to get a second director. They did that a lot, huh? That seems to be happening a lot now with them. Anything else to say on Thor: The Dark Horde? Well, I guess that uh, oh. both Iron Man three, <laughs> Thor: The Dark World, and Captain America are all based on certain. Uh, uh, comic book arcs, which is kind of different from the previous phase one where they're based on like all these like tons of issues, which is probably why I, at least Winter Soldier is so much better is like so good because it's based on like just a certain amount of issues, you know, same with mm -hmm. uh, Iron Man 3 is based on, I think, Extremis, which was like a Warren Ellis comic about uh, Iron Man run and, and Thor the Dark World, I think, is based on a Walt Simonson storyline, which they don't adapt very well at all. But, you know, like the, look at the if you look at the supervillain that I think is Malekith or something, I think something close to that. Yeah. If you look at the designs in the comic, 
he looks really cool, but then you see the movie and you're like, this is stupid. Why is this he all This looks stupid? like Lord of the Rings shot something out. Yeah, it doesn't look... I mean, they got a Game of they got a Game of Thrones director to do it, that, and he hated working with Marvel um, because he has a lot of artistic integrity, which is why he went on to direct such great films like Terminator Genesis. Oh. So, oh. <laughs> Jim, that was fucking savage. Well, it's like... He has all these problems with Marvel, and then he literally went to another studio and did another kind of franchise film. I was like, well, it doesn't sound like you hated him too much, because you literally picked the same job with somebody else, you know? A lot of directors say that they hate working with Marvel, so I guess they have a very specific thing that they want from their directors. Well, it's the problem with, because we have all these shared universe franchises now, and those are producer driven and most of these directors are trained and learned to be auteur directors and you can't really do that and be and do that and be uh producer driven stuff it just doesn't mm-hmm. it doesn't work that well and a lot of these directors it's kind of like older hollywood in the 30s and 40s like most of them would just get assigned movies and they would have to direct them and every now and then they do a movie they wanted to do but these guys don't really seem to want to do that cuz they're all we're all tour directors. Like we want our voice through and you know, they're just two different styles that doesn't make the movie necessarily better, but it's kind of like, it's something that keeps coming up. And I'm wondering if like the way we have modern directors is going to change because they have to learn to be, um, you know, more ready to work in a producer driven thing, but you can still like get your stuff through like artistically, like get an auteurist voice through. It's just most of these directors don't know how to, do that because they're used to being like you know the voice of the movie and when you're working on a marvel movie the voice of the movie is kevin feige not (laughs) not you know shane black or alan taylor or the russo brothers or whoever you know so but next next movie captain america the winter soldier they call him the winter soldier captain are you sure you're ready people are gonna die can't let that happen. Now, it's personal. Captain America movies always are the best ones. Wait a yeah. minute. Yeah, wait a second. These aren't cartoons. Yeah, fuck you, Ken. Shut up. <laughs> like Captain America. <laughs> We're an animation podcast, but it's comic books, so it's colorful, so it's okay, you know? A lot of people say that the reason why Captain America movies work better is because they're just so different. Like, one and two are very different from one another. It's not like a repeat, like, Iron Man 1, 2, and 3, and Thor. Yeah. They actually feel different. And and he does. they do the cool thing where they're not not just a superhero movie. It's like Captain America is a World War II fantasy film. And then Winter Soldier is a like kind of a political action movie. So it's like they're not just superhero movies. They're like really influenced by another genre. That's kind of the thing I didn't love about Ant-Man is if it had been more of a heist movie. It's like it kind of like gets you. It's it's kind of a cool little uh, riff to play on, you know. Also making that boring. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, if it was like Ocean's Eleven, but with uh, Ant Man, yeah, could have worked. I thought that's what Ant Man was gonna be. I thought it was gonna be a heist movie with a superhero movie. I thought that was gonna be cool, and like it was just a, 
this uh, origin story instead, you know. But that's what makes Winter Soldier so cool is it's like you're like, oh, cool. I haven't seen a political action movie since the 90s. This is kind of neat, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, Winter Soldier had like the most action of all the other films. And I think it had it's the best for like people with short attention spans. So, you know, and the story was good. Like it has a decent yeah. story and they still it's like the. People have I've heard it called the best Marvel movie because it represents everything they can do, and it's like they'll have like, like some serious political stuff, and then they threw that guy off the uh, the building, and while he's falling, Black Widow and Captain America are like riffing and making jokes about who he should go out with, and then they come right back to threatening the guy to find that information. It's like it's like they've really balanced it very well. <laughs> Yeah, and Nick Fury does something. That's true. Yeah, Nick Fury's like. <laughs> I have nothing to add. <laughs> Why did, did you not see it, or do you don't know. remember? I don't know, Jim. Jim, you're you're like giving all these intelligent like criticisms oh, on the movie, and I'm just saying, yeah, Nick Fury was good in that movie. Yeah, I like the sorry. colors. Uh, the colors were nice. Sorry. I like. I, were nice. I like Pixel. It had the color red in it. I've like over <laughs> I've over read about all these movies. So like when you're like it's phase two, I was like, oh no problem. I've got this on lock. I've read way too much about these movies. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, anyway, yeah, going, yeah. going back to postmodernism and how it reflects with the superhero dynamic. No, I wasn't well, ready I... to do that. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I still have no idea what postmodernism even is. I mean, not to get off track. No, what it is, is it's basically like you take two old things to make a new thing. So like a remix is postmodern. Okay. Does that make sense? All right. Or like you you take, it's like taking a bunch of ideas and combining that have already been established and combining them. Like Star Wars is a great postmodern example because it, you take Akira Kurosawa movies, you take Hollywood Westerns, you take uh, space serials from the 30s you mix them all together and you make star wars rent is postmodern uh, oh you're it. right rent is postmodern that oh is shit son <laughs> hey remember the judge the judge <laughs> why are we just referencing movies i hate let's let's just bring up all our inside jokes hey kmart anyone is strange mag- is strange magic a postmodern masterpiece only time will tell I mean, it's uh, strange magic. You know, for a while, my on-demand kept bringing up strange magic ads. And I was like, do they, what do they know? What do they know about me? That the strange magic ads keep coming up. I don't know, oh, man. I got, a, magic. I got a comment on my strange magic review. And someone's getting mad at me for not liking that movie. I was like, wow, wonder what their life's like. Probably stupid. They probably oh. eat cheese pizza. Just the cheese. It's probably not filled with any magic at all. <laughs> There's no magic probably here. No. I, I bet it was no George Lucas and, he, and he's trolling everyone's strange magic reviews. What is George right. Lucas doing now that he's finished that movie and he doesn't? I like to imagine he, he became an his, internet troll. He just up in his tree house, you know, it's alone. Apparently he stopped. What? Maybe he's marathoning all of like the half in the bag and Mr. Plinkett reviews. <laughs> I'm just getting angry, like, that's not, uh, no, not what I meant. I never said that. I know he, he, he 
came by the when that Disney bought Lucasfilm, he came by with all his ideas for the the sequel trilogy. He goes, "Here's my notebook. So here's what's gonna happen to Luke." And they're like, "These are great. <laughs> you don't need to come back back ever again at all listen, ever." Listen, listen, this is what we're gonna do with your drawings. We're just gonna put them up on the refrigerator. No, good job. You did stuff. Yeah. Everyone can see them right here. Oh there boy. You go. Oh, yeah. He's like, so are you oh, going to yeah. make a, a third Ewok TV movie? Because I have we'll ideas for that one, too. <laughs> yeah, we'll think about it. Just I mean, go on your way. Do you George. guys remember the cartoon show Droids? I was thinking a reboot. It, no, we don't. It, go it away, was, George. No, it's going to be great. Here's your juice box. I, go. I have a lot of great ideas for the oh, Ewok. Oh, boy. Juice box. It'll be, it. like, it'll be like Teen Titans, but with the Ewoks. It'll be called Ewoks Run. Well, Instead like of go, kids won't know. Anything else has anything to say about Winter Soldier? Uh, it was really good. Bucky O'Hare. Um, it's really cold. Fuck you. Good one. I but, know. Fucking. I, I was man. legitimately like, what, like when when I, when I heard about this movie, I thought like, is this going to take place during winter time? And no, it's 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 summer. There's sunlight. There's no. There's no snow anywhere. Why wasn't like, Winter Soldier a Christmas movie instead of Iron Man three? Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. And that and that reminds <laughs> me, like when they revealed, okay, in that dramatic reveal on the rooftop where they reveal who Winter Soldier was, like I heard people in the audience say, oh, but I was like, who's that guy? <laughs> <laughs> it's, I haven't seen the first uh, Captain America since it first came out in theaters, so I was just like, who's that guy? Why is everyone gasping? <laughs> there should have been a shot where he looked at the camera and goes, I'm Bucky, his friend from the first one. Jeez. <laughs> Bucky O'Hare? Oh my god. Bucky, Captain Bucky O'Hare. Bucky Animal Adventurers from SPACE. Oh man, I okay. like I had that action figure. It was a cool action. <laughs> Bucky O'Hare, not Bucky from Captain America. Just to clarify, don't fucking lie to me, man. You totally had Bucky. I never had Bucky O'Hare, but I did play the video game Jazz Jackrabbit, which features a character that looks very similar to Bucky O'Hare. It's this green rabbit. And he's, it came out in like the Crash Bandicoot era of edgy uh, video game mascots. He was a green little rabbit. He had a gun. I think that's Bucky it. O'Hare was a independent comic book, I believe, and then got made into a cartoon around the time of the Ninja Turtles craze. Oh, yeah. Oops. Any animal mascot that just took off in the 90s. Yeah. Gotta go fast. Yeah. Thanks. They call themselves the Guardians of the Galaxy. And a bunch of a-holes. Guardians of the Galaxy, come on. Time oh, okay. is an illusion. Okay, here, I'll do it fast. Guardians of the Galaxy is a great space romp of a movie, including a postmodern performance by Chris Pratt, bringing in the joy and fun that you never expect or everything. Gamora is poorly utilized, but Groot, with all his amazing line reads of the same three lines, brings a heartwarming performance that shows you that trees can be loved also. Then Rocket Raccoon comes in. I don't know where I'm going, sorry. 
Yeah. And also, uh, also Groot is voiced by Vin Diesel, and so is the Iron Giant, and both of them also said a minimalistic amount of lines. That's that's all and, I got. Uh, you know, Vin Diesel actually recorded all his lines for every single language that they were going to release this movie on. Oh, that's cool. So he did more than just say I am Groot like five times. Yeah, he did. He did. All, I saw the video of him doing all the like it in Russian and all every language they have. So hopefully he gets like paid for every one of those broadcasts that it gets re-released on. Oh, I guess he would. Man, that's that Vin Diesel's smart, believe it or not. Yeah. Hey. Five more years of Riddick. <laughs> Favorite video game franchise. He's the only one who keeps bringing that back. He's like, I want another Riddick. He, it, he's like my Emily Vasquez. Like, he just keeps bringing it back regardless of what anyone thinks. Well, you know, he, 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 comes you know how he like, owns the rights? Did I tell you how he owns the rights to Riddick? Oh, yeah. You said, like, he... Uh, he, he he bargained back from uh, the studios so they can get him in a cameo for Tokyo Drift. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. they were like, hey, we're not going to use this crap. Here you go. They're like, That's all you uh, want. Sure. sure, Vin Diesel, sure. But then the no. Riddick movie he made after that didn't do well, so. No, give me back Triple X. Did you guys know that on the film Triple X, that one of the stub doubles parachuting wanted to do this done for real? So when they did it, he... He, like, crashed into a wall and died. Is that really? true? Yeah, and in, honor, yeah. and in honor of his memory, they kept the shot and then cut right before he hits the wall. <laughs> what the fuck? I, what I am so it almost became a snuff film. That actually happened. That's true. There, I was looking up lists of people who died in, in productions of movies, and that was one of them. Pan, yeah. like, looking that up. <laughs> It like nearly was, became a snuff film. What? Wait, much. I why mean, did they have him? I kind of now want to see him hit the wall. I mean, that, that sounds sick, but J- Jim, oh, fuck. <laughs> there's Sorry. actually this. Uh, there's I this really want him to die, and I want to see it. Website called the Lost Media Wiki, and there's like events where uh, so- someone shooting a film or something died while the camera was rolling, and people were like trying to find footage of that somewhere in the world. Like there's one like there was this Mountain Dew commercial this par- the guy who parachuted from a plane, and uh, he took he, he wasn't satisfied with the first take so he did a third one and his parachute didn't work, so he died on that take. Wow. Guardians of the Galaxy is a fun movie. Yay. Oh, the cartoon's coming out in the fall. By, by the way, it just hopefully yeah. it won't fucking suck. It'll like I wonder if there will be like regular show where they'll just bring in like '80s music <laughs> over montages. I wonder if they're gonna have music in it. I, I mean, they'll probably do. be too too cheap to do so. They'll try, they'll just use generic songs from their stock yeah. library. Well, the, I still like that soundtrack, Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't know. It's such a fun. That's the thing I like about Guardians of the Galaxy. It's like a lot of fun. You know, I can always put that yeah. movie on, be in a good mood. And Chris, yeah, I well, think Chris Pratt's way better in that stupid Jurassic World. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely a lot more like self-aware because, like, the, even the trailers acknowledged that like nobody knew who the Guardians of the Galaxy were. It was also kind of probably their risk. Oh, sorry. It was their riskiest movie, and then Ant Man came out and made even less money. Well, yeah. I think Ant Man, I don't think is as risky as Guardians of the Galaxy because people, Ant Man's at least been around for a while. Guardians of the Galaxy, like that team, is like relatively new in terms of comic books. Like, it's really un tested waters like that could have been a huge yeah. mistake but 
like I when I saw it, I was like, man, I'm having a great time. And I think people could dig this, but I don't know if they will. But most I think also it's not like it's not an origin story. It doesn't it's not a superhero movie. It's a space movie. It just had like a lot of cool elements behind it. And and the chemistry bet- uh, with everyone worked really well. And I don't know. It was I just I always have fun with that movie. It's like one of my favorite Marvel movies. Probably. Yeah. Riblog if you're an 80s kid. It was one of those was like no one expected it like no one knew who the fuck these guys were and then it like came out and suddenly everyone's like oh oh these guys are actually really cool it really took off afterwards like i remember some people said it was like a parody of the so people were i heard a couple people like saying it was like a parody of the avengers (laughs) really uh that was not like this is a huge general consensus but that's uh, like that's just what i was hearing from uh from like friends at my college and stuff. Normies, you mean? <laughs> yes. And, and shut the fuck up. Oh. Or like, I know a lot of people who won't see a comic book movie or don't like a lot of comic book movies, and they not only saw Guardians but liked it a lot. I think that says, like, I think the first Iron Man did that also. Or you get people who they're not even into that thing, but they had such a good time they don't care. And like Guardians, like. By the end, you're like, you're feeling good. You have a bunch of 70s songs stuck in your head. I, I just like, and I think James Gunn did a good job. I mean, I know just like a half hour ago, I talked about how directors don't get to have a lot of voice in Marvel movies, but Guardians is kind of the opposite. Like, it's not exactly like a Marvel movie. It's kind of like this guy's own weird vision, you know? Yeah, because it's already just like this weird movie that no, no one knew how general audiences were going to react to that. But afterwards, like everyone wanted, like a, a one of those Groot plants, Groot plants. Yeah. Apparently, they, oh, was there they, a Groot like chia pet? I, <laughs> is there? Is, I, no, oh, I'm asking. I, I know they oh, wouldn't man. release the dancing, the little dancing Groots because Marvel. They wouldn't make the toys uh, when the movie came out because Marvel considered it a spoiler, so they oh, they man. held it until Christmas. But I think you can get them now. Awesome. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I see like pop figures of them, and like you know, if there's a pop figure of it, it's it's a success. <laughs> it's just like a perfect summer movie because you come in just to be entertained and have fun and see a decent film, and I think it's it was just really good at that because most summer movies are too dumb, and Guardians of the Galaxy is like the perfect amount of dumb. Like that part where he's like, like he got my dick message. Like that's funny. Although I had one problem with the Gar- with the Guardians of the Galaxy is like I think this was the first Marvel movie to start doing this is like it just opened up with like it didn't open up with like uh, Paramount Pictures, Marvel Studios, that sort of thing. It just opened up with like Star Lord with his mom in the hospital, and I was like, is this a trailer? What is this? This is a long trailer. Oh yeah, it they, did they feel just... like a trailer. Iron Man, but that opening part is so is so good. Like I like that because it gives the movie movie it's hard because you know like he even though he's like uh star lord's kind of a dick and stuff like that you know he like cares about something you know yeah i just confused me when i first saw it like what is is this a like i seriously thought it was a trailer to another movie i i don't know about you but i always felt like that scene was directed by someone else like the tone was really really different from the rest of uh the movie Uh, it never felt like it got like that serious again no really not that that's bad though i think Uh, that that added to it yeah. yeah So Star-Lord took like 30 years to open up that one package. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think it was a good it's a good moment for the whole movie because you realize he feels like because um, that's the thing about Marvel films is like they're not really about the action sequences they're about the characters and how they grow through those situations that's probably why Thor the Dark Lord sucks is because it doesn't do that as well Thor is Winter Soldier yes yeah. what did you say? did you say Thor the Dark Lord? Or, oh I think I thought I said world but maybe it's the lord anyway but so like our iron man 3 is about him growing and then guardians is about like him re- realizing like he could be he could save the earth and at the end he's like okay i can open this and like his people are always like i i always encounter people who are putting down like big blockbuster movies and like oh there's a lot of times where i agree with them but with guardians it's like it's really a character piece like you just meet these this group of people who are trying to like do the right thing and you know try to save the world but it's like you kind of you really get to know like I get really I felt really attached to them at the end of the movie you know and that's like kind of a cool thing but I, I like it when Hollywood movies can like you feel like you're you're one with them even though if I met them in real life they like stop stop touching me get away they're a bunch <laughs> of assholes it was yeah, yeah. I, I mean I do dig that because I, I like in the Avengers, uh, at least like with the dialogue and stuff, they're always like they're really like witty and like snappy. They always have some sort of comeback and stuff. With Guardians, it felt so much like y- y'all are like idiots, and it's really obvious that you guys are idiots. But that's that's like the good part. Yeah, or like they just felt like normal. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, like normal. Actually, it's probably a better word for it. I, I guess the quote that would sum it up is the scene where he says, "And then y'all happy? We're all standing up now." Bunch of jackasses standing in a circle. <laughs> now we're all a bunch of idiots standing in a circle. Are you happy? I love it. Now I'm standing. We're all standing. Uh, Bradley Cooper was really good in that movie. Oh my god, yeah. I didn't know it was him until afterwards. I was like, I know that fucking voice. Who the fuck is it? Yeah, he because apparently he's just doing Joe Pesci from Goodfellas. was his big inspiration. This oh. is funny. Oh, yeah, he did a great job. I was, uh, for some reason, I don't know why, but I got surprised when they started doing, uh, when they started, like, expanding the character of uh, Rocket. Like, I don't know why, but I just saw this crying raccoon all of a sudden, and I'm like, oh, okay, we're doing this now. All right, sweet, a crying raccoon. I can get behind this. Well, I thought that that worked because you kind of, you need to know, like, you know why Gamora and Star-Lord want to do this like what it means to them and Drax is like very obvious about what he wants but like yeah, when oh he God. talks about how he's like an experiment and all this stuff you kind of get his whole arc you know mm-hmm. no I mean, yeah I, mean, I yeah I don't know why I wasn't really expecting him to have an arc and that's why I think uh he's he's probably my favorite also because he was like this awesome like ass kicking raccoon and he's a really ridiculous concept when you think about it but there's like this this kind of logical backstory that makes you buy it, and you yeah. go like, "Oh, oh, well now now it's awesome." Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so anything else about Guardians? Uh, no, just that I love it. And it's I awesome. like that there was a Chris Pratt like always makes everything just a tinge bit more funny, and uh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, and now he's gonna be Indiana Jones. Well, we know he isn't. That. We don't what? know that. Wait, I don't know. I heard someone say, hey, they're going to make an Indiana Jones. Apparently, they're they're not. They're considering 
uh, asking him, but he hasn't formally been asked, I guess. Uh, well, if not, we can still get Shia LaBeouf, like, continue the series. Okay, yeah, moving let's... on to the next movie. <laughs> Harrison Ford's still there. Yeah, still Shia... going on adventures. Shia LaBeouf can use his greaser styles to, to, to collect things from museums or something. They could pull out Harrison Ford's shambling corpse and jiggle him around like a puppet. <laughs> there, mean, there is I mean, there is the rumor that Harrison Ford was like, I'll do Han Solo if you let me have another chance at Indiana Jones. Or no way. That's I mean, that's Steve, the rumor. Okay, no, but like, I I, I, when you said a uh, d- dance around his corpse, I just imagine they taxidermy him and make him an animatronic, <laughs> like a Disney. Five Nights at Freddy's. And then they're like, "See, look, we're using we're using animatronics again, guys. See, it's great." Oh, yeah. no. The return to practical effects. <laughs> That's horrible. It's really... like weekend at Bernie's, just like oh yes, <laughs> body. Oh, I kind of want it. Puppeteering when are they gonna, When are they going to reboot Weekend at Bernie's? We've all been... They'll make it a grim, dark reboot where it's just like his body's decaying and they're just like trying to hide his body. But I don't know. They have to carry him around just to get through situations so no one suspects a thing. I would love if like the bo- if the subplot was that the body was also decaying. So then it would have like this gore factor to it. And, there, and there's like maggots on the, on the inside of him. Like they open his mouth to make pretend that he's talking. And oh, just, yeah. You just see a whole bunch of maggots just They just like out. fall out like water. Just You could get like a, a horror director to do Weekend at Bernie's, but get two comedic leads. So it's still funny, but then his like jaw will fall off in the middle of a frat party. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> doesn't, like, doesn't Bernie have sex with a bunch of ladies in that movie? What? D- did he? I think he does. I think they're like, oh, Bernie's so sensitive. That's well, Rick and Mortis, you know, that... Or that scene that in Clerks, that girl has sex with the dead corpse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> I need to watch these horrible movies. <laughs> Oh, oh wow! Man. And then she's in shock because she. I'm just telling you, Clerks. Now, I sh- I just ruin all. Go watch of- Clerks. Oh, that reminds me, like I I bought Clerks at a thrift store a few years ago, at on a VHS, and like I, when you pop into the VHS, like it just end, it just it just started on like the scene where they talk about thirty seven dicks and. Before someone sold that, someone they had to watch that scene one last time before they give it away. <laughs> They're like, I need to see. I like the part in that movie, the 37 dicks part, where he says that and there's a guy. He's like, hey, don't suck any dicks on the way to the car. And then there's a guy standing there and he starts walking. Go, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, stop it. I just, uh, that's such a good gag. <laughs> this world needs something more powerful than any of us. Trouble always comes around. Ultra in the flesh. I'm gonna tear you apart from the inside. Oh Warning, Age of Ultron spoilers. Skip to one hour, 34 minutes, 20 seconds. Skip to one hour, 34 minutes, 20 seconds. How was the Avengers Age of Ultron? Oh, that's Joker. Like, 
Uh, okay, so when I was told about this podcast, I was only told that it was about like Marvel stuff. So I was like, okay, cool. I'll brush up some some Marvel stuff. The only thing I had time for was eight, was half of Age of Ultron. Like which I was ha- which half? Which half? The, the, the beginning half. Oh, did, well, did you I- just watch? Well, did you, did you just like were you in the theater and like watching? Is like, oh shit, they got to record a podcast now and just left right there. <laughs> I. Yeah, that happened oh, to me a couple of times. Wait, okay. <laughs> wait, Kev, does that really happen to you? I, I, I really <laughs> Probably like on Aqua Teen Hunger Force, I was like, oh shit, I should watch some episodes, I guess. I'm like, whatever, 15 minutes. And like halfway through, wait, just, like the call happened. Fuck. So I called, like, ah shit. I, I, I just <laughs> want to see, I, you know what I imagine? Ken's in the theater watching the judge of course and and then he's like, like oh shit we got to do this podcast i better go you're like what what happened to robert duvall i'll never know <laughs> close enough i never age of ultron so it there so iron man makes a stoop uh an ai unit and it goes evil and then they have to fight it and then there's quicksilver and then and then the goth girl scarlet witch and then, then they fight it's like quicksilver of- gets fucking owned oh <laughs> He gets Wait. fucking killed, mother. Wait, Pan, did you like Scarlet Witch? Is that why you called her a goth girl? Yeah. Uh, although I think my favorite interpretation of Scarlet Witch was in uh, the the X Men Evolution cartoon where they full on goth her up. Yeah. Oh yeah, they do. Yeah. That's, she, that's not. We can't talk about the X Men Scarlet Witch. That's a different Scarlet Witch. Oh right, they're not mutants. They're just superhumans. Because they, they, they legally can't say mutants. Okay. Well, they're they were they were mutants. experimented on. That's what they they say because by um by Baron von Hydra. Some, yeah, but the Hydra. They actually had lawyers sit down and have an arbitration over a Fox between Fox and and Disney to figure out. How they could both have Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. Yeah, so the big issue is that uh, Fox owns the movie rights to X-Men and Disney and Marvel owns the Avengers. So it's like, hey, can we use these X-Men characters? Like, sure, but just don't call them mutants. Don't mention Magneto. Don't mention this thing. Don't mention this. And we're good. Yeah. That's pretty much I think that's kind of... I'm curious, and I wouldn't be shocked if we found out later that the reason... Spoilers, I guess. Quicksilver... Uh, gets it is because is, is because uh, they were probably like like Marvel was like God this, this is too much of a headache and they are gonna let Fox have Quicksilver because Quicksilver is coming back for X Men Apocalypse but they haven't introduced a Scarlet Witch character so mm. but speaking of Goth Girls I'm really I'm really disappointed the all female Ghostbusters reboot does not have a Goth Girl like Extreme Ghostbusters did well we don't know that yet. Well, I, I'm looking at the the images they released the, of the characters, and they're they're clearly not goth girls, not one of them. So, what's the point? <laughs> what's the point in life without goth? Zero girls? out of ten, no goth yeah. girls. I guess it would make sense for one of them to have a a goth girl as a teammate because ghosts yeah, or whatever goth connected to the spirit world. Goth girls. Yeah. I mean, extreme Ghostbusters had that. Anyone remember extreme Ghostbusters? No, they but you know that Silver gets fucking owned. It's like okay, so Extreme Ghostbusters. It was like their grim, dark cartoon reboot, and like they had their theme song was like, "Who are you gonna call, <laughs> Ghostbusters? Like who's gonna save you? God, God can't save you, Ghostbusters. You're gonna fucking die." Can God talk to ghosts? <laughs> Didn't fucking think so. What we do is trap them in a box. Oh, yeah, it's over. 
fucking it's implied that Ultron like absorbed all the information from the web and stuff and like all government facilities. So like technically he's kind of absorbed stuff from like Pornhub and browsers. 4chan. I was just gonna say that, dude. Other stuff. <laughs> like, he, he just, he, he's no longer a villain, he's just some guy dispensing pointless, did you know facts for, like, Pokemon games <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> what? Did you know why Pikachu's called Pikachu? Well, I do. <laughs> but I'm not gonna tell anyone. Because somebody, tell don't, hey, Pikachu's a good name, let's call him that. Like, I actually don't know why he's called Pikachu, but... It's just a name. all info from the internet, and now everyone has to go to him for any cool info and facts. He is oh, Google. Yeah. I can't Although, like, believe I was he manipulated ex- the did you know market to such an insane extreme. Damn. Oh, that's speaking. That reminds me. Like, so you know, I I started doing did you know animation, and then Frederator came along and it started doing a hundred and seven facts about. Like gumball or minions, and I'm like, hey, I stole that first. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I've, no- I've noticed they've been doing that. I'm like 107 facts, so these aren't facts since the video is like not 107 minutes long. It's not like they're gonna spend a lot of time on each fact. Yeah, and they're like mm-hmm. point. Some of them are like pointless. Like they're reaching for facts. Like, hey, did you know the minions all or have two eyes, but some of them have one eye. I don't know. That's a fact. Well, it is technically a fact. It's not an opinion, so, you know. I remember yellow. I remember, like, I watched the... They they did, like, one for Steven Universe, and, like, one of the facts was, like, did you know that the gems are, like, gems? Like, they're rocks? They're not real people? It's like, yeah, if you watch, like, any episode of the show, you would just fucking know that. (laughs) Yeah, fuck them. Fuck all. Fuck you, Fred Raider. The fuck. people who hire me and pay pay my bills. So, oh, whatever. <laughs> They're gonna kill me. What? What? Yeah, I'm gonna die. Sorry. Or live. Welcome to okay, the last so, episode of the. So anyway, when Silver fucking dies. So I thought <laughs> like um. Up, man. A helicopter fucking th- his ass. He's fucking dead. <laughs> He's not coming back out of that, man. He got a fucking bullet shot to his chest. It was like, it was like, he blop, blop, blop. Bam! Yeah, he has rapid like, healing. Bam! And I was like, shit, He'll be back. He's oh, got rapid me healing, I'm sure. Crib, man, when we go no. in the hood and shooting people. Well, you know, you know what, what it was? Is, is, is everyone knew Quicksilver was wearing Crip colors in a in a Bloods territory. That was just, oh. He knew he wasn't going to last long. Oh, man. Well... In the end, at least, like, Scarlet Witch got out, and she's... She's gonna be the fine. next one, motherfucker. She's gonna yeah. fucking die. She's gonna fucking Time. die, bro. No, I like... Yeah. I like Age of Ultron, because it's, it's literally, like, an Avengers story, like, from the comics, put on the big, big screen. But that's super... It's, like, the dorkiest comic book movie ever. Because the end conclusion is just Vision and Ultron talking in the woods. Like, that's the dorkiest shit. <laughs> it's like, hey, you like the woods? <laughs> I was expecting, like, um, Ultron to, like, talk like um, Hal 9000, where he's, where he's just, he doesn't tell any jokes or anything. He's just, like, cold and just barely speaks. But he talks like, um, what's his name from uh, Frisky Dingo, the bad guy? Uh, Killface. He t- oh, so, yeah. He's so loose about the way he speaks. Wow, Fris- Fr- 
Frisky Dingo. Damn, that's a deep animation cut. Shit, I forgot about Frisky. <laughs> if anyone remembers Frisky Dingo, it was like the precursor to Archer. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, but he's, he's yeah. more jokey and stuff, and like and I, I did not expect that from Ultron. Well, I, I assume be... they did that because he was like he was built by Stark, right? And yeah, yeah that's because uh, apparently he talks like in the comic he's created by Henry Pym. And he kind of acts like Henry Pym and has an Oedipus complex and does all sorts of fucked up shit to him. Uh oh. And then in uh, in the in the movie, I guess they, they continued that Ultron Oedipus thing by like having him not only hate Tony Stark but kind of talk. And James Spader, uh, the actor, was legendarily with uh, Robert Downey Jr. in uh, what's it, Less Than Zero, which is like. Kind of one of their defining, a defining '80s movie, so it kind of makes sense. I did absolutely love that scene with like the the guy, what's his face, is just like, "Hey, you talk like Tony Stark," and then he just like grabs his neck and he's like, "I don't sound anything like my dad." Shut up! Oh yeah, <laughs> that was so it, stupid. And then but the film like knew it because Iron Man just shows up. He's like, "Oh, you're breaking your dad's heart." <laughs> yeah, they, I like the part where. He, He's like, and now I'm going to tell you my evil plan. That was I know, fucking, uh, that's, that's the real glory of movies like this, is they get it, you know, it's ridiculous. Of course, they're not going to take it seriously. Or the, yeah, yeah the part where Hawk... Yeah, uh, what? Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah that scene with Hawkeye. Where he's like, like I, this island's floating, I don't know what's going on, none of this makes sense. Hey, hey, you okay? Hey, look at me. It's your fault. It's everyone's fault. Who cares? Are you up for this? Are you? Look, I just need to know because the city is, is flying. Okay, look, the city is flying. We're fighting an army of robots. And I have a bow and arrow. None of this makes sense. But I'm going back out there because it's my job. Okay, and I can't do my job and babysit. Doesn't matter what you did or what you were. You go out there, you fight, and you fight to kill. Stay in here, you're good. I'll send your brother to come find you. But if you step out that door, you are an Avenger. <laughs> I, and I have a bunch of arrows. <laughs> Wait, did he say that? I have a bunch yeah. of arrows. He said, "He said, like, 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 look, we're in a floating city. There's an army full of robots, and I have a bunch of arrows. None of this makes sense." <laughs> Like, you're gonna fucking die. Like, again, we get it. He died. <laughs> he fucking, fucking died. Dead. Are you happy? We all I'm fucking died, happy. Ken. All right, He's it's the dead. it's a circle of life. You ever watch Lion Stop King? It. Yeah, that was in it. Stop it. Yeah, like Thor was like, dead. didn't see that coming, and Hawkeye should have been like, I bet you didn't see those bullets. <laughs> oh. I like that. And then everyone just starts snapping, like, oh shit, oh shit, oh oh oh. You just fall down dead, and that's it. Damn. I mean, the thing is, that movie's like has so many characters and so much going on. But it is like, if you read read any Avengers story or like one of those Avengers graphic novels, and Age of Ultron's like exactly like one of them, which is cool. But the people who didn't like it, I'd always go like, "So do you? Did you ever read Avengers comics?" And they're like, "No." And I go, oh, "Okay, I kind of get why you didn't like it because like, yeah. it's really like." an advanced Avengers comic. You know, it's not... They, I kind of like that they didn't give a shit. They're like, let's just be dorky as all hell because 
we're Marvel and we have a billion dollars and stuff. So, like, let's just yeah. not the first Avengers movie like anyone can see and get. But Age of Ultron, like, it's not that it's inaccessible. It's just that it's so, so dorky. You know, and I think so, like, I mean, some of Vision, my favorite scenes in that movie were not actually you finish what you're going to say. Oh, it's like like Vision is a dorky character, you know, like he's cool. Yeah. I like Vision, but nobody's nobody's getting a Vision tattoo, you know, I probably. Probably not. Well, yeah, yeah, but the thing that I love the most about the movie was them just like hang, like that scene where they were just hanging around and just just joking, like they were trying to pick up Thor's hammer and all that. Oh, that is a great scene. That like, is a great scene. I don't. Maybe it's because like um, uh, I have kind of like this love for uh, what is it, slice of life films. But just them like hanging around was just so enjoyable and just like, oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, that's yeah. like that's like probably the most fun scene of the movie. Mm-hmm. I think. Thor, Thor could have stopped the entire city from flying if he just put his hammer on the floor. No, that wouldn't have worked. See, this is like that. No one wants to see that movie. That's a. Bo- <laughs> this is <laughs> like the stop. whole. This is this is like the whole like why don't why doesn't Frodo just take a bunch of eagles to the Mount Doom and drop <laughs> his ring in and they'll just smoke Tolkien weed in, in the Shire for three movies. No, the, no one wants to see that. That's a boring worst. fucking movie. All right. <laughs> Frodo needs to be a dick, and he needs to make. He's gonna drag Sam all the way to the other side of the world, and then he's gonna say, "Hey, Sam, walk home." And then he does, until he finds breadcrumbs, and then he's like, "You know what? This is bullshit. I'm not going all the way home." But I think the best moment in uh, Age of Ultron is like when they're rescuing all the people. Like you see, for one second, they rescued the dog. The I dog lives in this movie. Well, that's the a dog um, lives. That's another like everyone kept saying how that was a reaction to Man of Steel. And maybe a little bit, but that's like the Avengers would always do that in the comics. Like they'd always be like three of them would be fighting the bad guy and the rest of them would be on, uh, you know, civilian rescue duty. That's just like Avengers always did that stuff. But I think that's, you know, that's how the Avengers do. They save they save people. And I thought that was that was, yeah, like the shit with uh, Iron Man. He was trying to, like, secure the Hulk and like mission number one would just like get him away from the city. Yeah. yeah, giant bitch about it. They yeah, actually, they actually cared about the city this time. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. One th- well, that, I don't think that's entirely true because one thing I really didn't like about the movie is um that it was during the scene where the Hulkbuster and the Hulk were fighting, and like Iron Man like finds a building that's not occupied, but still crashing a whole building is going to cause some de- a fallout. He can pay it. Well, it's no, oh, oh. no, no. That's not my point. Because then, like, because oh, right, the, then, like, the he smoke, crashes yeah. it through, and then the Hulk like sees the um, citizens, and they're all running away. And then, like, I thought it went a bit too far because it's like some of the reaction images was this one woman in like shock, and she was just standing there, and someone was like, "Come on, we gotta go!" Yeah. And then, like, all this other shit, and I was like, "Damn, that's like in poor taste." They tried. <laughs> well, no, well, that was the thing. Was that was the that was the woman from before. It was like the first woman that uh, was like getting out of the car and Hulk was coming up to like crush her head or something. Mm. It was like the same woman. I know, but still, I don't it was like 9-11 imagery and I thought that was in poor taste. Well, that wasn't as, I don't think it was, I, I didn't feel it was like 9-11. I mean, Man of Steel did, but I don't think Angel. Yeah. <laughs> Man of Steel, mm. I, saw, I mean, I think I've mentioned it before, but seeing that movie in New York was like, thanks a lot, fucking Man of Steel. I wanted to see a Superman movie, and now these people are crying in back of me. <laughs> you're welcome. The whole, the whole theater is crying, and you're just like, guys, shut up. It wasn't that bad. 
Come on, come on. Don't worry, guys. I'm not going to forget. Let's just watch the movie. Uh, we get it. Don't um, forget. Yeah, yeah it's, mm. it's fine. What? What's a little dust? Uh, I can brush off a little dust. Uh, whoa, whoa. Hey, whoa, whoa, Ultron. Whoa. Hey, wait. Uh, <laughs> so when Scarlet Witch touched, like, Tony Stark's head, didn't she have the vision of, like, uh, what's his name? The big Thanos, like, killing all the Avengers or whatever? Thanos, the no, hands it's of just fate. the Avengers are killed. It's not Thanos. Oh, wait, what? Yeah. She, he... She doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't uh, <clears throat> see Thanos. He just sees the, all the Avengers are dead. Oh, okay. Never mind. Uh, did anyone else like laugh what? a little oh. and like, like Captain America like grabbed Tony and he was like, "You killed us," <laughs> or like, "You killed me." Yeah, like he just very blatantly said, "Like it's your fault. We're dead." You failed America, Tony. You killed us. You're why we're speaking German now. Oh. Hate German. <laughs> so is that all for Age of Ultron? Uh, I guess so. I, I, guess I like Age of Ultron, but it's great. I, I saw it twice in theaters. It got to a point where I had no idea what was going on. Like, wait, why why were they trying to smash Vision? I don't know what's going on. I like I like that Vision was in it. He's, he's a yeah. character, you know. Mm. Yeah, but next thing, Ant-Man. Boring. That's phase three. Next movie. No, no, Ant-Man's phase two. He's the end of phase two. Yeah, Yeah, end of phase two. What's phase three? Phase three is Civil War till the end of Infinity uh, War. Oh, okay. Which is not... here's, Here's how Infinity War gets confusing, though. The movies are called Infinity War, but it's actually not based on the comic called Infinity War. It's based on the comic Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, they just thought Infinity War, War sounded cooler. What are they fighting for? But like what Infinity is it good for? Absolutely <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Say it but again. Yeah. So in case you're wondering why what the deal is with all that, that's yeah. I see. Because I've read people write these things like, how can they do Infinity War before they do Infinity Gauntlet and Crusade? And I'm like, dude, you're you're dumb. They're not doing that. <laughs> dude, shut up. You're just stupid. So is Phase 4 going to be Infinity War? Then, like, comic Phase Infinity? 4, no one knows what's going to be. If, I don't know if they do Infinity Crusade and War, the I comics, because those aren't very good. I think they're just going to do Infinity Gauntlet and then yeah. on to... After that, they'll have to get whole new actors to play everybody. That's a twenty. Batman. I don't even know I think what's going should, on. I think they should just end the um, cinematic universe and then reboot it like a decade or so later. Mm. Oh. Anyway, Ant Man. Ant Man. So it was you know, fucking it's, boring. It's back to it's. It feels like a very back to basics like origin story movie. Yeah, it's that's the thing with it is it's weird to. Because Ga- I, I think origin stories don't really work anymore because you're before when they made origin movies, you're like, finally, Spider-Man's on the big screen. I'm OK with this origin thing. But now we've had so many origin stories that when they make one, you're like, dude, just really yeah. just get. They, uh. they go through the same like uh, steps, like 
I don't know, the character gets the power and they're like, no, I don't want this. Oh, wait, yes, I do. I do want this now. And then they go, they have a training montage with them falling on their asses. Yeah. And then they fight. And then, I don't know. It's cool that they did Scott Lang instead of Henry Pym. I like it needs to be. Oh, go on. Well, because Scott Lang was the second Ant-Man. And it's cool they didn't do Henry Pym first. Like they did. Because he beat his wife or whatever. Yeah, Henry Pym is. They don't really get into how Henry Pym, like. Beat his wife and was like really cruel to her. And I think there was one in the Ultimates comic. He like has he controls the ants and has them uh, basically like bury her in ants. Ooh. It's pretty wow. pretty horrific. Like she there there's a whole thing where like Henry Pym's mind gets weird because of all the shrinking he's doing, and then he becomes a villain. Like Henry Pym is Yellow Jacket. The comic. Huh? Yeah. So it's like. It's kind of like in like wrestling, where it's like, oh, well, you were the good guy for a long time, but let's just make you the bad guy. Nice going, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, fuck you, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hulk Hogan's trying to take down Gawker. How dare you? Uh oh. <laughs> I would like to see an Ant Man horror movie now, with people getting covered in ants. I mean, that reminds me. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. Like that. There was that one scene in the fourth Indiana Jones movie I was where uh, someone that, was yeah. eaten alive by ants. Yeah, that was. Like that would have been more messed up if it wasn't like just a mess of CGI. Yeah, I mean that—that's how uh, that—that's that, how they should have killed him off, killed off the villains in uh, Ant Man, just eat him alive. Oh and, yeah. Oh, but there's one scene that I like with the villain. It's like when they—I mean, obviously he's still alive, but like the bug zapper scene where you see the villain just like trapped in a bug bug zapper and they get zapped and they're just screaming in pain. I thought that was cool. <laughs> You're statistic. But anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, but the beginning scene like it confused the fuck out of me where the guy was walking up and then he slammed that guy's head on the desk. I didn't know what the fuck was going on in that scene. Who are these people? Who's who 20 years later? I don't know. But why did they? They didn't even need that scene. Did they really need? Oh, the opening scene with. Yeah. With the I mean, I, I think they did just to set up that why he gave all that stuff. The reason he stopped doing it and why where Henry Pym is at this point. You know, and connect him to Tony Stark and uh, um, Agent Carter because she's in that scene too. Yeah, I like the movie. Like it, it kind of worked better as a comedy movie, and it felt like it, the pacing was really good. Did you? Did you feel? Uh, actually, I have a. This is a question for Pan, I guess. I read an article about Michael Pena's character, and he this the guy. Uh, the Mexican friends. Yeah. El, this, this, <laughs> Did this you relate with them? El, El Miembe <laughs> said that he thought it was like a basically a minstrel show. I mean, what did you a think about show? That? Like, what's a minstrel show? Like, racist. Like, was a racist, racist caricature. <laughs> like, he was really upset about it. What? It, I'm just curious what you thought about. It. <laughs> a Mexican know, person. I'm a, okay. Is a Latino. I, I don't know. I'm, I mean, there are. I don't know how to say oh, it. Oh, sorry. I don't mean to put you on the spot. I was just, I just. <laughs> how do I you feel? That. You're speaking for your whole entire race, man. How do you yeah, feel? Don't fuck it up. I mean, I've met Mexican people who talk like that. So, you know, it's not that bad. It's not like family guy or anything. It's a pretty accurate stereotype. I don't like know us. if it was. He's not pulling out a sombrero or anything. So it's not that bad. I, I mean, wish he did. <laughs> That'd be funny. He was wearing a sombrero and he put out those little rockas. They cut out all the scenes where he puts on his sombrero and he goes, oh, I'm sleepy, essay. And he falls asleep. <laughs> like, 
But they, I, I didn't, I like those, the scenes where he does the thing, go, I heard this from this person and that person and this person. That seems yeah. so Edgar Wright to me. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. like, I, I think, like, that almost felt like something from Edgar Wright, but I also, like, all those scenes, the joke of it was, oh, this guy's at a wine tasting or he's at an art opening because he's, because I guess because he's a criminal, so he's stupid or something. But, like, the problem with that character is, like, I thought, when I saw it, I thought, oh, well, because we're supposed to think he's, he's dumb because he's a criminal or something. But it does kind of give, it is a little racist to be like, because you wouldn't assume this guy would be drinking wine because he's he's a Latino. So, of course, he wouldn't yeah. be or something, you know. But, I, I, I mean, know. I liked, in, Michael in my, Pena did a good job. He was funny. In my theater, in my theater, like, there was a lot of Mexican people, and they were laughing their asses off with him, yeah. so I They're guess... Like, I, 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 Shut up. They're <laughs> <laughs> doing a little dance while he's talking. No. <laughs> I mean, he is, he is really funny in the movie. He is, is you know... Is he gonna get an Ant-Man suit? That'd be great. Apparently, the Mexican Ant-Man. Kevin Feige, they, they asked him, like, you don't bring a lot of characters from the solo movies into the Avenger movies, and he was like, I would like to bring that character back a lot. Make him, like, Mexican jumping bean man or whatever. Oh! He can jump really high. And it shrinks to the size of a bean. (laughs) No, and he can protect himself with with a a bean casing that that goes around him. (laughs) Jesus. Oh, no. I mean, Ant-Man... Oh, did you know there's two things with brands I actually read about this yesterday. First is... They wanted Chipotle to be his job in the movie, but Chipotle was like, no, we will not let our corporate identity be portrayed that way. So they got Baskin Robbins instead, and Baskin Robbins thought it was funny. Like the whole joke, like, oh, what was it? Like, you don't mess with Baskin Robbins or something? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but then the other thing was when they got the Thomas the, uh, Thomas the Tank Engine to be in the movie, they had to, like... Apparently, he couldn't kill anyone. That was their main stipulation. Like, no one can die because of Thomas the Tank Engine. And they were like, shit, I had, a, I had a thousand scenes where I wanted Thomas the Tank Engine to just run over pedestrians. That's why Edgar Wright left Tom because of that. I bet, you know what? I, I That would be a hilarious reason. They're like, look. I Edgar, really wanted to kill Thomas the Tank Engine. I just wanted Thomas the Tank Engine to just start killing people, like, on the streets. Like, everyone's getting happy. run over. Happy, scary, stop-motion face, just going like, yeah, yeah. But that this one's weirder than any of the other directors they've had problems with because he pretty much, like, they had to fi- hire a new director right before it shot. So, like, a lot of the movie is Edgar Wright, and you can tell certain yeah. scenes. So, like, the thing with uh, Michael Payne. It's like... It's like diet Edgar Wright. It's that's what it feels. It's like. the the one scene that like I thought they really like. I wished he had done it was the Montan. scene in the briefcase where he goes, "I'm going to disintegrate you," and the cure's disintegration plays, which is a a qu- clever gag. But it's something that you know Edgar Wright would have had a cool sequence to play along with the music. And in the movie, it's just like, "Here's the song. I don't know," and that's yeah. it. It's like fucking yeah. boring. Like, it's like one style being like sort of imitated by some dude that doesn't know why it's funny. I mean, Peyton Reed's clever. not a bad director. He's just no. not. Edgar Wright's really different from him. So it was. <laughs> it's diet Edgar Wright. That's how it feels. Like I like the movie, but I felt it could have been better. I mean, there were Edgar there were Wright. whole reviews that basically said, "I don't like this because I wanted Edgar Wright's Ant Man." 
was like, which is you shouldn't do because you can't. You're not supposed to review a movie on what it's not, I guess. But uh, it's I don't know. It is kind of sad because it's like Edgar Wright's such a cool director, and I feel like they wouldn't have made an Ant Man movie if he hadn't wanted to do it. You know, and he wanted to do it like he pitched his first Ant Man idea before Shaun of the Dead. So he wanted to do this for a long time. Yeah. But I got, but uh one thing that turned out well was the uh micro scenes where they shrunk down. Oh yeah, those those did work well. Yeah, like it, it does have like a, a much more creative final battle than any other Avengers movie where it's where they're not destroying the city for once. It was just a little girl's bedroom. Yeah, or that they went to the they did the surreal comics thing in the um what was that thing called? The negative zone or wherever yeah yeah that was like they meant really like they mentioned that early on in the film and like what's that gonna look like i want to see that they did do they did do a couple the first scene where henry pym goes to pym technologies or whatever it is or hank pym i keep calling him henry pym. anyway sorry but hank pym goes to uh the place and then the the the, the guy who plays yellow jacket goes like it's like tales to astonish which is where which is the comic Ant-Man first appeared in. I was like, oh, that's such a comic book movie thing, you fucking dorks. And then they have the set that you can tell they're going to have a finale with that stupid model. I was like, this is so... Like, that scene was a bit much. I was like, you're, like, laying all the comic book movie cliches on real thick right now, you know? Hey, here's something, and it's totally not going to be important later on. <laughs> That's pretty much. You can tell worry, at that, certain points. That gun on the wall. We're not going to fire that gun later. Oh, I think the most blatant use of that, where where that happened, was I think the movie um, Predators that the that recent sequel to Predators that came out like 2010. Yeah. Like they say, hey, what's that plant? Oh, that's poisonous. Don't touch that. Anyway, let's go. What the fuck? I wish they just yeah. they just go like, don't worry, that's a third act thing. You're not even. We're not <laughs> even there yet. Just like. Well, let's We're do like reading ahead of the script. Song thing, whatever. Yeah, we need a we need a parody movie that does that. It's <laughs> like, oh, that'll be in the third act. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. About it. Would be would be better is is like they get to the end of the movie and they're like, I thought you said that would be a third act thing. Goes there were rewrites between the first and the third act, so we just cut it. Out. <laughs> that's like, so like that's like spaceball level of bullshit. Remember when they did the VHS thing? Oh, I love that that joke. It's so meta where they like they they rewound to the point they got to the point of the movie where they were. Oh, that's that's like that's like postmodernism collapsing in on itself. Every time you say that word, this whole podcast. Welcome to postmodernism, the podcast. Look at this pretentious hipster who knows what postmodernism is. Oh, well, it's just. You're bringing up postmodern things, so that's why I say it. That's what smart. I love is, like, whenever you say postmodern, I just remember back to Knock Force, that one song you had. Because there was that one line oh. where was like, what is postmodernism? I'll be fucking right uh, real Actually, quick or something. That's a, there's a whole story behind that. Um, this guy at this party kept saying, like, well, what is postmodernism? And I basically explained it, and then he went, yeah, yeah, I get that. That was the definition. But... What is postmodernism? And we were just looking at each other and I went, what I just said. <laughs> and he kept like trying to be deep. And I was like, no, like and people, is. Like, this guy was 
clever. And I was like, he's not clever. It was because he wasn't joking. He was like trying to be like, but what is it? And I just walked away like, you're you're dumb. You're just fucking what dumb. is it, man? I mean, what is it in your what heart? Does, what does it even mean? What does anything mean? If anyone says that, that's the biggest college cliche in the world when someone goes in the middle of a discussion like yeah well i think this art really represented so goes what does anything mean i'm going to the bathroom god <laughs> well also they're just an asshole they're just like i don't want to talk anymore it's just like, they're like my brain hurts i want to go watch two and a half men and be stupid <laughs> oh winning piano yeah do they even say that is winning though nolan what is it do any of us really win? Is Charlie Sheen even winning when he says he's winning? Wow, that was... Now you're making me think. That made me think. That made me think. <laughs> That's so fucking... In the end, we all lossing. Yeah, because Ant-Man fucking sucked. It wasn't that hey, bad. Hey, Thor I the Dark World. Thor the Dark scene. World is worse than Ant-Man. Okay, I'll probably give you that. I don't yeah. Care, but... I don't, I don't know. I'd rather watch Ant Man again than Iron Man three or Thor: The Dark World. Ouch! Iron. Well, Iron Man three wasn't that bad. I mean, uh, I don't know. I kind of felt it was like I thought it was like a movie I'll watch once because it's so slow paced. It's I was, so mellow. Well, to be honest, it's when you said we we're doing Phase two, I realized the only two I hadn't watched more than once were Iron Man three and Thor. Well, I guess I've only seen Ant Man once, but that's more recent. So, but the first two I only saw once. I was kind of like, eh, that was fine. Yeah. You know, I mean, to me, I don't know. Most people, I guess, like Winter Soldier best, but Guardians, that's my jam, yo. So, any mm. last things on Ant Man? Would you guys go anal for Ant Man? Uh, I like Ant Man with uh, Doubtfire, Mrs. Doubtfire from uh, Robert Williams. What? I don't know. Fucking Amazon was boring. Yeah, so maybe we'll get the Mexican spinoff of Ant-Man. Stay till the <laughs> end, kids, to get an exclusive scene from uh, Civil War. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I, I only sat through one of the after credit sequences. I I forgot there was always two, so I didn't. I didn't see the last one. Oh, there are always two now. Like, um, not Avengers: Age of Ultron didn't have a thing afterwards, okay. but um, but most of them usually do. But Ant Man had two. They had one in the mid credits. Then the thing at the end are are is like literally a few of like a minute scene that's going to be in Civil War. Just to say, awesome. like Ant Man's going to be in Civil War, kids. Don't worry, you just didn't waste your time. Yeah, <laughs> they they heavily marketed uh, its connection to the Avengers with Ant Man. Yeah, <laughs> I just love it. Like, like, don't worry, guys. Your favorite character, Ant Man, he's totally in the Avengers. Well, actually, the, yeah. the scene isn't favorite. from Civil War. It's Kevin Sm Feige smoking a cigar and goes, "Hello, I know you're probably like Ant Man. We're not going to do this again. You're right, kids. I mean, come on, for real. But anyway, he's going to be in Civil War. Don't worry. <laughs> then he just yeah. lights a hundred dollar bill and smokes a cigar off the flame of the hundred dollar bill. <laughs> <laughs> Is that like what literally happens? <laughs> Um, yeah. Wait, did you and see Ant-Man? Yeah, don't worry, kids. We injected I did not see Ant-Man with the serum, so we can provide multiple cameos from now on. He'll be fine. Wait, wait, you didn't see Ant-Man? If you didn't see Ant-Man, what I just said did happen. If you did, then you also know I'm right. Oh. Yeah. Time to see Ant-Man. Okay. 
Yeah, anal for Ant-Man. Yeah, so let's go into the questions. Wait, what'd you forget to record? Report. report. I forgot to report this news. What? Okay. This one article. So you guys remember the SWAT cats? Kickstarter. Yes, oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, so the creators of SWAT cats are returning on Kickstarter for uh, SWAT cats revolution, where they're trying to bring back the SWAT cats in some form. And so far, they made their first stretch goal, which is 50000 which is three scripts and character designs for SWAT cats, but if they get a hundred thousand, they'll produce a two-minute animation teaser. If they get two hundred thousand, they get a full episode. So hopefully, that, so it, it's already doing really well. It's only been four days, and they already made their first stretch goal. So I hope, like you know, SWAT cats get some sort of revival in some form. Yeah. Ooh. Hopefully, it won't awesome. be a catastrophe. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Ken. Uh, nice. That's all I got. N- questions. In other Kickstarter news, Inafune's red ash is fucking failing on its ass. Good. You guys know. Okay, so you guys know about Inafune? No. No. Jim doesn't. Jim plays a- Turtles games. That's true. Well, Inafune is. According to the official Kickstarter, Inafune is credited as the. His famous works includes Mega Man Legends and Mighty Number no. Nine, which that's pretty funny. Mighty Number no. Nine, which has not yet been released, and he already kickstarted that asshole. He got yeah. bored. He has to work on something else. Yeah. Okay, so let me tell you about Concept USA. So, uh, I don't know. Capcom and uh, Mega Man, the creator. Well, not the creator. Inafune is not the creator of Mega Man. He drew Mega Man. He he's the artist who designed him, but the game was already made. So he's so he's a fucking fraud. Anyway, so Inafune said, "Hey, fuck Capcom! I'm gonna make my own Mega Man, and that's what Mighty Number no. Nine is." And it still hasn't released, but he made another Kickstarter for Mighty Number no. Nine, the animated series, and which is okay. People funded that, even though Mighty Number no. Nine's not out. And then he funded a live-action movie, I think, or something with Mighty Number no. Nine, which is great. But Mighty Number no. Nine's not out yet, and now he's funding. Red Ash, which is like a Mega Man Legends uh, spiritual remake, or spiritual part three, but Mighty Number no. 9 isn't out yet, so it's like he's just clenching at his fans, like, please, give me money for a product you have yet to play, either of them. It's just like, hey, pay my taxes. The, 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 the Kickstarter on Man, you're really pissed. Yeah, you're getting upset. Because fucking... Greedy asshole! Like it, it's just like, damn. Where is your integrity, man? It's, what do you need well, integrity you know, when think, you have money? I mean, <laughs> uh, the creator of Bayonetta. What's the creator of Bayonetta's name? Cam. Whatever. Well, well, so, on his on the Devil May Cry, dude. Whatever. But on his Twitter, he said like, Inafune is not an artist. He's a businessman. And now I believe him, because Inafune is just a greedy asshole. Mm. 
Like, hey, here's an idea. How about release the first product before you start any other Kickstarters, you know? Asshole. Hey, hey Pan, um, can I quickly plug something? Yeah. Thanks. All right, everybody. So I'm going to be opening up a Patreon. It's called um, Fuck You, Give Me Money. And um, yeah. for $10 a month that you give to me, I will enter you in a raffle that you may or may not win. Um, that's still pending. And uh, if you win, you get a free doodle. Uh, it's a 500 by 500 <laughs> pixel canvas. Um, oh, man. I, I could use a free doodle. Yes, thank you. And um, it, and then, again, you may or may not win. It's entirely up to the raffle. So, yeah, I hope you guys uh, appreciate my, my hard work. And um, be on the lookout for my Let's Play channel, which I will also be opening a Patreon for. I have depression, so I know how you guys feel. I'm, yeah. I'm with you guys. I, I am very depressed. I have uh, been super depressed. I was sad one time when my cookies were burnt. So... I totally understand how it feels. So please keep that in mind when giving me your money. Thank you. All right. In a f- right, we- is such a greedy asshole. I can't believe he wasn't in Adam Sandler's Pixels. <laughs> <laughs> like he 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 would definitely show up for like this is the creator of Mega Man. <laughs> well, no, not the, well, quote unquote creator. More like designer of Mega Man. Asshole. Fucker. Hey, but let's get into some questions. Okay. Yeah, question time. If anybody has a question, be sure to start out with the word Fuck question you. so it's easier to find on the YouTube channel, on the YouTube of this video. So anyway, qu- let's see. He's just scrolling down the comments. He didn't really prepare for this. Hang on, hang on. I, I, I'm, Pause I'm for scrolling. This. Need to find questions. There aren't a lot of them. Doyle, Doyle Royals Jr. Question. What or what was the worst pizza you have ever eaten? P.S. Can you punch no- that Nolan guy? I laugh every time you physically hurt him. What? <laughs> okay, so what's the worst pizza you've ever had? Um, I had I've had some bad pizza before. Uh, uh, there's this pizza place, and I'm not gonna say its name, but I used to go there a lot. And if you had enough magnets, you get a free pizza. But afterwards, I'd always like feel really tired and have like a really big dump afterwards. So I stopped Ooh. eating there. Ooh, I oh, got <clears throat> wait. Actually, I know bad pizza I had, and it's a good story. It involves the video games and stuff, and so the kids will Whoa, like it. video games. Does it, I play does it Mario involve Turtles in Time? What? Does it involve Turtles in Time? No, it doesn't. It, it okay. adds. It, it involves a newer game. So remember when Super Mario Brothers, they made that game for the Wii? And I bought it, and I was all, and I played it all day, and I was all excited. And... Near where I lived at the time, there was two pizza places, one called Mario's Pizza and one called Luigi's Pizza. And I was like, Mario's Pizza, that's too on the nose. We're going to Luigi's Pizza. And that pizza was the fucking worst pizza I've ever fucking had. It's called Luigi's Pizza in Brooklyn. Don't go there. Mario's Pizza's better. Mamma mia. (laughs) But it was was like fucking awful, and they took forever to make it. It was the worst. Oh, that reminds me, like... Okay, so I think well, first off, the best pizza I think I ever had was at a San Antonio. There's this place that was on Guy Fieri's show. It was it's just called Dough, like pizza dough. Hmm. Anyway, that pizza was really good. I just had this me- I forget what it was called, something that had just pepperonis and whatever on it, and it was really good. But anyway, the worst pizza I had, I guess, experience was in San Antonio, where at Pizza Hut, we ate there, and then we were like, 
with my family and like we asked like hey drinks and also coffee and then they came back later saying oh i'm sorry we don't have any coffee and then i don't know like they they eventually took our orders and like the lady said oh i'm sorry i don't have my pen either (laughs) and we were just waiting (laughs) to write down the thing they didn't have the pen i'm also not wearing my uniform and uh also also, i i don't actually work here this is an abandoned pizza place and my family's been living here making pizzas mainly for ourselves. It's a weird fantasy we have. Anyway, so would you like the raccoon pizza or would you like the pizza of whatever we killed on our drive home today? Would you like the pizza of my dead brother? That's especially good. We've been living off. Here, we have some uh, kid cuisine pizza if you'd like that. And, and we just have we just have hepatitis C. That's a side, though. So. We'll give that to you free, you though. Even, you don't need to pay for that. Question, what are you even doing in here? This is an abandoned building. Oh, we've been are you this poor? We've been living this abandoned Pizza Hut. I can give you X Men cups from the '90s, but I'm not even sure because they're really <laughs> faded. They might be the Wildcats. I don't even know. And then you're like, don't, take don't it. You're like, the... you're like, ooh, X Men cups. I'm gonna give you a five out of five on Yelp. <laughs> uh, don't get the uh, Shrek cups. The, those have lead paint in them. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, we should have been drinking out. That explains why I think I'm a waitress at this uh, Pizza Hut. Because I was drinking from those Shrek cups like a lot and licking the rims and everything. I've been it's been a weird you know, couple I've, months. I've learned a lot talking to you, Pan Pizza. Thank you. And Pan's like he's yeah. been gone for like five minutes. She's been talking to a chair. <laughs> he already got up and left, and she's just like, you know, worst off. We were there for forty minutes, and then they, they they just came out and said, oh yeah, sorry, something's wrong with our pizza oven, so we're just trying our best right now, mm-hmm. and we just got up and left. Like Deep fuck yeah. this. Do you pay already? I don't know. I think we just walked out. Fuck them. It, oh, and they had like the pizza ready and stuff. It was a sauce. They forgot the cheese. Like behind the scenes of that pizza place, there better be like the three stooges <laughs> or some sort of comedic cartoon character <laughs> fucking things up. Oh, man. No, it better awesome. be like a. I don't know what the hell happened there. It was just like a huge disaster. No. Just horrible service. No, uh, fucking, uh, I had this story which I kept trying to say. Um, oh, sorry. Uh, it's no problem. You guys had great stories. Um, I like. I always remember like the worst pizza I had was when I was at a friend's house, because I think it was like a week old pizza, and he's so lazy he didn't throw it away. And me, I don't have a sense of smell, so I woke up really tired from the night before, and I just like very passively like walked to his fridge, opened it up, and I was like, "What's in here? Anything good? Pizza? Okay." I bit into it and like, <clears throat> uh, it's. It was like an immediate reaction. Like it touched my tongue and I immediately was just like, I like threw it out of my hands and it hit the ground. (laughs) What the hell was that pizza? It was like, it had anchovies on it. So it was super salty already. But it was like salt and like maybe mold. Some, it was like salt and like something awful just hit my tongue. And I eat pizza like I flip it upside down so that the cheese hits my tongue first. So all that. Oh, I do that too. Yeah, I do that too. I, I eat the pizza upside down with the 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 top side facing downward, so your tongue hits the cheese and not the the crust the like fuck? a fucking normie. Yeah, yeah. I eat the my pizza's pizza gonna get everywhere. Like then it's gonna fall off and it's gonna. No, it's it's like a blizzard. You can put it upside down and you can still eat it. You know? Yeah, are you kidding? It's me? gonna fall. Yeah, in my are mouth. Fucking... You guys are weird. I don't know how I feel about doing the podcast anymore. Now I'm not pizza. <laughs> the, the pizza party look, podcast really to... was a mistake because this pizza party has people look, eating pizza upside down. This is shit. Look, 
Look, trust me, just like next time you eat a pizza, just get the pizza and like have the cheese side face down or just like roll it so it's face down and then just like eat that side and taste. How are you going to take a bite out of a rolled pizza, you idiot? Well, it's not it's not a rolled pizza. Just like, you know, like curve it like a taco. So all the stuff doesn't fall down automatically. You know, it's like some parts are upside down. You bite it with like a letter C. You bite it with your teeth, man. It's like doesn't matter if it's It's rolled or upside down. Just eat it. It's the. Best way to eat a pizza. Great. You've been eating pizza the wrong way your whole life. Okay, this Everything. is my last podcast. Uh, I'm going to be replaced by this new guest, Amra. Yeah. You don't believe me. <laughs> so anyone has any other shitty pizzas? Uh, no. I had a pizza that was badly prepared, and I was like, what is this? This is badly prepared, but I ate it anyway. That's how my awesome. life goes. That was a good story. Ever, ever had the Domino's Oreo pizza? It's a Fucking piece of shit. I've seen it, but no, I've never eaten it. Why wouldn't you it's, look at it and say, I'm gonna get this? It's fucking bread underneath like cream of Oreo and chunks of Oreo, and it's like the bread does not complement the thing at all, and it's a fucking waste. I would Domino's only eat that if I. I want that as like a last meal because it would kill me before the electric chair would kill me. <laughs> A human pizza, bring me that as a last meal. Domino's is, like, not good. It, like, once you've had good pizza, like, it's hard to go back to Domino's. Because Domino's, oh, I don't man. know. It's like, I have a hard time going to corporate pizza. I like the smaller. <laughs> I mean, I'm in Brooklyn, so there's a lot of nice pizza places around here. But we don't get the But Domino's is like, I, I don't like Domino's. When I was a kid, I loved Domino's, though. Kids love Domino's, right? Because of the Noid. He's still a thing. Right? No. no, he's not. I'm not out of touch. I, re- I, remember, the, I remember the SPAC 3 review of the Noid game. That's that's the thing still, right? SPAC 3. Oh, if anyone remembers who SPAC is, who, who is that guy? Who? <laughs> no one who's that he's guy. He's a spastic. If anybody has any contacts to SPAC 3, please let, let him know that he is welcomed on the Pizza Party podcast. A- actually, someone on the podcast does know him personally, but I'm not saying who. Not, not me, though. You caught me. me. You caught me, Pan. Yeah. It's me. I am Spax3. Hello, no. gamer fans. Spax here. I, I, I Please only know, sign like, my petition to get Sonic's eyes changed from back to black. What about the guy? Do you think, no, do you think I know this guy? No. Oh, okay, I don't. Do Is it know? someone, like, I mean, like, on the show now? That knows no, him? Oh, not not on the show now. Someone who was on a guest on here. So, you get, so maybe it was Emily or something. Uh, what? Pants with personality knew who's Wait, is it is it the, the one guy? It's the one guy, isn't it? It's that one you know, guy. Oh man, I hate that, that guy. guy. That guy sucks. Is it the He's one guy? The guy, guy girl. I, Wait, I is it that guy? That guy or girl, you know. Oh man, that guy who. sucked. I mean, oh he was, my god. He was <laughs> They're never being on the podcast again. Yeah, that guy's not getting back yeah. on if you tell him you know what. <laughs> Bullshit. So yeah, Spax was this guy who was like mad that Jason Griffin was the voice of Sonic, and then I think he made a petition or whatever, and he put the petition outside of Sega of America, and it was dumb. <laughs> yeah, what a mistake. But a hey, next question, Disco Spider. Question: Do you guys collect any DVDs, Blu-rays, or movies of shows? Yes. No. And if so. But my brother, I mean, I was gonna collect Adventure Time, but <laughs> I mean, after like all these like Netflix and whatever, I st- I kind of just stop buying DVDs almost altogether. I, I, I buy DVDs there... because I'm worried about the eventual internet fallout. 
it's going to happen. Was, was, wait, was there more to that question, or was it just, do you collect? He said, if so, which ones are your favorite? I actually, I, I like, I don't know, I like having stuff, because the thing about Netflix and Hulu is they can just randomly take stuff down on if they want to. Mm. And so if you like really like a movie and you want to be able to watch it anytime you want, you still need to buy it because yeah. Like the, it happens I think I've mentioned the, my Friday the 13th Netflix story before and like it, it happens where you want to watch a movie and then suddenly it's gone. So if I like something enough, but it has to be like really good. Like Ant-Man, I ain't buying that shit on no Blu-rays, but Fury Road, I'll probably buy that the day it comes out. So I have a good Blu-ray collection on DVD. Although what I've been doing now is just like ripping all the DVDs and Blu-rays and just saving them onto like a terabyte hard drive. <laughs> so now I just have these MP4 files of all these TV shows and movies. And that's why all the video quality looks so good in my videos. I'm not one of those assholes who uses footage that has like a Cartoon Network logo at the corner like a fucking animal. Oh, I did that one time. Jesus. Oh. Pathetic. Back in 2000s, okay? I was starting out, I was making uh, funny rants about how I like the 90s better. It was a different different time. (laughs) Absolutely disgusting. Oh, speaking of the 90s, have you heard about the Space Jam 2 nonsense? Space what? Jam 2 announced which with Charles Barkley. Oh shit, play my jam. It wasn't, it wasn't announced. Here's, here's, here's honestly how this all happened. LeBron James signed a deal with Warner Brothers. That's the whole story. And everyone went, LeBron James signed a deal with Warner Brothers, so Space Jam 2 is happening. And then someone did investigative <laughs> reporting. This is not a joke. And found out that they reapplied to with the copyrights to Space Jam, which, by the way, means nothing. That just means they can put out <laughs> merchandise that says Space Jam. So, yeah, people and they can keep the website alive. Yeah, I hope they do. I hope the website. But apparently LeBron James did tweet in 2012 that he would like to be in a Space Jam sequel. But there's no one official has said anything at all. Like no one has anything about it. It's just people <laughs> being crazy. That's the Internet. Like if there if there truly is a Space Jam 2, like the, what, the way they should announce it is like on the on that shitty little website that's still up since the 90s. They should just have like update right there and it's just like a flashing icon and you know right there is space jam 2 oh my god i wonder how long it would take that news to get out like what if like no one checked the website that week oh everyone's always going on that website i'm sure is that wait is that your homepage? (laughs) han has been been outed for his homepage. Yeah, there it is. That's how it all started. I know there's somebody who has that as their homepage. That's just too funny to not do. Lucky that guy, whoever has that as their homepage, they're waiting on that. that The one that's the little icon that says news, Space Jam news, and they're just waiting for like an update. <laughs> gonna, they're waiting. They're going to fucking wait. He's like, they're gonna wait. They're gonna wait forever because they're not making a a sequel to a movie that wasn't actually that big of a hit in the first place. Online 4.0, the easiest just got easier. It's easy to install and easy to get started. Everyone I know is on it. Email, <laughs> instant messages. There's no better way to keep in touch. You've got mail. They made the internet easier than ever. Free 24-hour customer service. We've spent over one billion dollars to create the world's largest high-speed network. Now with 56k connections are faster than ever. It's fast. If you have a phone line, you can. Go Go online. What will they think of next? America Online, so easy to use, no wonder it's number one. 
I mean, I, I was, I'm on this article that shows, like, all these websites from the 90s that are still up for some reason, and uh, CNN still has the uh, update page on, like, um, O.J. Simpson's killings, you know? Like, the well, the updates on, like, you know, the press and stuff, all that's, you know. It's not like a snuff film or anything, but, you know. Rats. 1996 year in review. You can look that up on CNN, and here it is. So, did OJ did it? Let's talk about this. Do you think OJ Well, he didn't. Well, we don't know that, but if he did... That would really make extra guns, too, really awkward for me if he did kill that person. He, he, made, he made a book on if he did it, did really I love. It. I love the it. title of that book. It's just a giant, like, I did it, and there's a little, like, if... In the in the I letter, I, did that book? I thought it didn't come out. Like it never got released. No, it right? came out. My dad has a copy. <laughs> Why does your dad have a copy of this? He really, he does. really did he do it. His no, there was a whole thing. My mom and my dad. That was like <laughs> most of the uh, most of like the beginning of their relationship was them watching the OJ trial and being oh, all like, that's oh man. Sweet. Uh, it's that's like, like oh, what's happening next? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> this and that, and yeah. He's like, don't worry, honey. I would never kill you. <laughs> they, they bonded over that famous guy killing his wife. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, they both had like the same. <laughs> they had like mixed opinions, and over time, they began to agree with each other. Like, I think they both think he totally killed them. I had in the '90s. I had the most '90s OJ shirt ever. It was it said. OJ and then said guilty not guilty with boxes and it says check one. I wish oh. I still had that shirt. Uh, I, wore that, that shirt. I wore that the day the verdict came out. I fu- and then and then people were like you should check it. He's not guilty. Check it. And I was like I'm not gonna <laughs> oh. check it. Now Limited you look edition. like a moron. I should I should wear that shirt but I feel like it wouldn't go at, over that fun. And I don't think people would like it now. Does anyone really care about it the same way they did back then? They're making that show, American Crime Story, um, that's all about the whole uh, trial and everything. But oh, I mean, Jim, that that shirt, Jim, it, that's like pre pre George Lucas special edition version of the shirt. Like, <laughs> you have history. Yeah, I know. I. I'm sure if I, I said, Mom, do you still have that shirt? And she'd be like, Jim, I have better things to do. And then hang up on me. OJ stabbed first. Just like, hey, Mom, do you <laughs> still have that shirt? <laughs> Wait, what? That. That's so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, OJ, someone make that shirt. That's a great idea. <laughs> OJ stabbed OJ first. OJ stabbed first. And then have Greedo getting stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, <laughs> that's fucking remember awful. when George Lucas wore a Han shot first shirt, and I wanted I was yeah. like, wow, even George Lucas hates George Lucas. <laughs> I kind of he doesn't care anymore. He has money. He's like that George Lucas. What a piece of shit ruining up Star Wars. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm George Lucas. Yeah. Well, you know what? What a dumbass putting Jar Jar Binks in a movie, right? Am I right? And everyone's looking at him like, oh boy. Yeah. Hey, wait a minute. You look familiar. No, I'm just saying that's a different George Lucas. I'm 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 the George Lucas clone. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm the good. That was George Lucas. I was back when I was possessed by Satan. I'm 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 normal now. Don't worry, guys. Well, George Lucas wore a flannel shirt. I don't think so. <laughs> I, I don't think so. Some, some say I was possessed by a phantom menace. <laughs> <laughs> a 
fuck you, Jim. <laughs> why, is, why is George Lucas just plink it again? Some say I was possessed by a phantom menace. Okay, I didn't want to tell you guys this, but I am Plinket. I'm... I self-loathe. I hate my so much, I had to just talk about him for five hours. He made he made uh, the prequels just so he could make the Plinket reviews. That's amazing. To be honest, I think I, I enjoy the Plinket reviews more than the prequels. So. Oh my god, yes, yeah. Yeah, of course. I did it on purpose so I can have a million viewers. They're they're, the, they're theatrical length, so they could play in a theater. Oh my god, yeah. Would you would you see the plink <laughs> would you see the plinker reviews in a theater if they were doing that? That'd be the yes. thing. The theater, I think. In and like 3D. No they went to a con before and played the plinket reviews as a movie. So Oh they did? Awesome. Oh, yeah. Wow. yeah. So next question. Oh. Stefan Williams. Question, Pan. What do you feel about anime is is dying out or is it rising in popularity? Um, yeah. anime's dead. I don't think it's as popular. Like in the early two thousands, it was like really popular. Oh yeah, like after after like Toonami like introduced anime, like it kind of became mainstream, and everyone was like, "Oh look, anime!" And then like, "Hey, I'm Quentin Tarantino. Here's this anime scene, Kill Bill." And then there was like a a T Mobile commercial where there was this anime character, or, or like when they had the um uh, uh Dragon Ball was on like every day. On, on yeah, in the afternoon on the WB, it was like, but now it's like not as big as it used to be. I don't think people really watch anime as much. Well, I mean they do, but it's like it takes so long for it to air in on TV, so people just watch it online instantly the day it comes out in Japan. So oh. you know, there's no waiting time. Yeah, but then they'd have to that learn Japanese, or do they get it sub? Yeah, some people are so good with well, so quick. I wouldn't say so good, so quick with subtitles. It's easy to like just do a translation job. Even oh, if really? it's a shitty one. Hmm. All according to Keikaku. Keikaku means plan. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. But hey, Mother. they said kill a kill is the enemy that will save anime. Nothing fucking changed. Yeah, thanks for nothing, kill a kill, fucker. Yeah. You did nothing. It's like, a good show, though. I like it. Yeah. It's a good. It it feels like anime is not as there's not enough like good anime out right now. It's so like just well this was all right and that was decent, but we haven't gotten another like Cowboy Bebop. I mean I know everyone says Cowboy Bebop all the time, but I we just haven't. Well, I think like uh a lot of the shows that came out are just like super Japanese. Like Cowboy Bebop is so westernish. Like yeah. I want a more western like well more western influenced anime like like it's not as like it's not as crazy not not as much facial expression something like yeah yeah cowboy bebop trot well not trigun that is that's more trigun uh, black lagoon <laughs> yeah trigun oh. kind of like blurred the line it was a little back and forth whether it wanted to be super anime or like more western i don't know it was good though to my memory i don't know but I, I, i'm hoping like more people take the space dandy approach where they release the uh the Japanese version and the English version at the same time. Yeah, yeah, that was. I've never seen Space Dandy, but yeah, the, when I heard about that, yeah, that's a that's a smart decision. Yeah, but now anime is kind of like a niche. It's not as it's not as popular as it was in the nineties. Like, I don't know. The only anime that airs on TV is whatever's on Toonami at like midnight yeah. on a Saturday. They still and, haven't uh, fixed the schedule the for Toonami. Uh, 
Well, it's like 12.30 Central. That's better, yeah. It's not as, like, you know, it's it kind of, I feel it's just more, it needs to appeal to casuals, like, I don't know. To, uh, um, normies? Gonna s- normies, yeah, we need normies to say Stop anime. saying normies, you... <laughs> I don't know what other term there is. Hair breathers, sun standards. It, look... If normies will like it, then it'll be popular again. That's why these mobile games are so successful, is that they appeal to normies. You know? That's why the Wii U was... Why, why the original Wii was popular? Normies. Old people in old folks' home were playing them? Normies. Yeah. Normies. So, yeah, we need an anime for normies. Like, oh, wait, wasn't there, like, a sh- an animated... An anime Despicable Me short that they made? Yeah, there was. Yeah. Yeah, it was like a short and like the minions were like little kids, I think. Yeah, well, I don't know if they were like called kids, but they were just like little guys like the minions always are. Yeah. And there was even, uh, what's his fuck from uh, Despicable Me, the guy. Uh, Gru? Yes, he was Gru. in it too, Gru. An anime Gru. Jeez. It was, Those movies will never stop, ever. I mean, Despicable oh, Me was... Shrek stopped. Yeah, eventually. Well, no... Actually, no, because now Shrek has like that what that like online show where he's just at the swamp and he's like, Logging. "Today we're going Be-logging. to talk about farting or something." Damn. Well, I guess one last question. <gasps> Ack Jackson one twenty seven question: Have you ever been incredibly disappointed by something in your life? Also, Jim is awesome, and Gables can go uptown fuck himself. Nah, J.K. What? Don't diss Gable. Don't diss Gables, f- you jerk. You can uptown go fuck yourself. The what? Fuck he's was a, that even? He, what, what did half of that mean? He well, he said it JK at the end, so it's okay, you know. Skip it. Next question. Okay. Yeah. Next. Yeah. Next. Okay. This is. The end uh, of the you know. Wait. 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 I do have an answer for it, and then we can move on. You know what was disappointing in my life? That fucking question. Next question. <laughs> okay. Yeah, boy. Allen says question. Is there a time something disappointed you? It's the same fucking the same question. question. It's, going, it's a different person. It's a different person asking the same question. Rebel taxi. These questions are disappointing me in my life. That's what's disappointing. You know what disappoints me? You know what disappoints me, Rebel taxi? It's fucking you. Whoa. I mean, name's Pan Pizza. I don't give a shit who you are. His name isn't. He's not the taxi. He's the driver. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're a fucking transformer. I can see right through you, man. I'm sorry. How does it feel, Pan, that your your car is more popular than you are? Oh, <laughs> um, so I'm like Night Rider. I was always back and forth um, on whether you were Rebel Taxi or you were Pan Pizza. Well, I always put like Driven by Pan Pizza. Yeah, but, but it's that that's on for like a, a split second, so no one ever reads that. Mm, well, yeah. I mean, what'll often ha- I, I need to just. I mean, what'll often happen is like I'll turn on a video and then I'll go to something else and won't be watching the video part. I'll just be like listening, so yeah. Yeah, I really should open up a video with saying, "Hi, I'm Pan Pizza," <laughs> and today. Uh, well, that was. Well, I'm gonna was, be driving this cartoon. Today we're driving. <laughs> I mean, that was my problem with uh, Dradix is no one knows how to say my name, so I always oh I always like ended it with like the name is Dradix, which like helped like a little, but then then like everyone still fucked with my name, so. Eh. Probably should change your name. Yeah. No, fuck you. I like my name. <laughs> oh, Nolan's brother is pretty angry at me. Oh. What? Last, because, okay, last question. What the fuck does that mean? 
means that you know. and I, I are like time. we barely look alike, but we oh. apparently look alike. Yeah, well, Ken Ken just compares people really easily because his brain isn't com- complex enough to you know like tell people apart that well. You know, mm. it's a disease. What did I do? Yeah. You, geez. Hey, last question. Last question. Will it be a disappointment? Question: Has there ever, there ever been a show or movie you wanted to show your friends but di- didn't because you were scared how they would react? Uh, yeah, like most shows I watch, the world uh, must not know about Kill a Kill. I mean, <laughs> not my parents, because there's this one time where I was watching TV across in in one part of my house, like upstairs, and then like downstairs, I forgot I got the TV on, and my parents were just right outside the door, like turning the knob it, with the living room that has Kill a Kill on the TV. So I like got to rush into the living room and just turn that to a different channel quickly as fast as I could. Do you like grind on the rail to go down faster? <laughs> yeah, I, I had my soap shoes on. I grinded down on there. <laughs> You're like Sonic from Adventures. I did a 900, and then I just landed on the sofa, and I got all my points. Speed. <laughs> found the secret tape. <laughs> that was a close one. I like. I got an, an S ranking. It was perfect. Uh, no one gets an S ranking, man. It doesn't. No one so gets crazy. an S rank in Sonic Adventure 2 because that wasn't invented yet, asshole. Fucker. You call yourself a Sonic friend. Fan. Yeah, call yourself a Sonic fan? <laughs> You're not even good Damn enough it. to be a fan. Oh my, really? <laughs> You're not even good enough to be my fan. <laughs> really? Oh. You are not a silly dogs. But, like, but, uh, but well, I, I, had, um, I had one scenario, which is, it's not exactly like I was afraid to show them. <clears throat> I keep fucking like trying to get people to watch Steven Universe, oh. but I'm so horrible at pitching it. Because I just make it sound like a girl's show where everyone just talks about their feelings. <laughs> and I'm like, so I, keep, I keep fucking like beating it into my brother until eventually like we had this like altercation where it's like, Hayden, I will never as long as I live ever watch a stupid show. I'm like, God damn. I, well, I mean, it's less it's less dramatic than that. But yeah, pretty much. No, that happens to me all the time with cartoons. Probably yeah. like. Like uh, with Gravity Falls or Adventure Time or Regular Show or anything anime, anything foreign, people are usually against. But I kind of go, eh, whatever. I can enjoy it and they can enjoy something dumb or something. I don't know. And like if it it makes it like more enjoyable when I do get someone into it because I'm like, oh, my God, like no one likes cartoons for some reason. Oh, yeah, that's that's annoying. But you just kind of have to. You're yeah, like, whatever. It's just they're just dumb. That's the way I yeah. look at it. It's cartoons it's hard are to awesome. Keep... Cartoons are awesome. Oh my god, there's so much. <laughs> there's so much you can do with cartoons. Yeah, loser black cartoons. Mm. Those are losers. Yeah, let's go watch cartoons. Hey. And but have you ever showed anyone like a, a show or movie and they're like not interested at all when they're watching it? Uh, like, yeah, too many times to count. Yeah, I think I showed someone Scott Pilgrim and they like looked at me and gave me like a look like, dude, what the fuck? I was like, what do you mean? What the fuck? <laughs> they weren't into like what video, ga- like old video games. They like newer ones. So I guess they were expecting more advanced stuff. Oh, yeah. Hey, how come this doesn't have any references to Call of Duty? <laughs> how come there's no quick time events? <laughs> oh, show them Dragon's Lair if they want quick time events. I know. Oh, my God. Dragon's Lair. 
I just want to play that once in like my life on one of those. This will never happen, but like I've always wanted to play it on one of those arcade uh, oh, yeah. setups. The arcade just one time. I was at a pizza place and they had one of these arcade machines that had like a billion midway games connected to it. And one of them was Dragon Slayer's like, all right. And it's like, oh, shit, what do I do? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's so how did people play this? So it's, it's not very clear on what to aim at and what to when to use your sword. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It well, isn't it like you know, you know, just hit right and then with the joystick you hit right, or is it like? I mean, because sometimes there's a flashing icons, well, flashing area on the screen, and then you point to that general direction, and hopefully it works, or you did it in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of difficult. It's also it an old difficult. machine, so it's probably not very responsive. It's laser disc. Oh, beauty! I just got a laser disc. Well, my brother did. Just got a laser disc. Time to upgrade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's time yeah. to finally buy a DVD player. So yeah. <laughs> Going back on the topic. Yeah. Normies. The topic. They they that won't the watch topic? Shit. I mean, going back to the question, normies, they won't watch anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that was a question. I forgot the question. Yeah. Actually. Whoops. Fucking normies ruin everything. It's really sad, but they have the most control, so which is even sadder. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Normies yeah. inherited the earth. Crap. I don't want to end on that question. I need to find another one. <laughs> what the fuck? Don't want to end on what? everything on sucks. Come on. No, you don't want to end on a meme. Hang on, let me go on the video again. Let me see what question. <laughs> one more. So I can get out of here. Quickly, one more question. Come on, come on. Naoma Net... Naoma Nenenaruthu, I don't know how to pronounce her name. Question, does Spirit Away deserve to be seen as the most memorable Ghibli film or not? I don't care. Excuse me, it's yeah, Ghibli? Yeah, fuck Ghibli. Get out of my house. Look at me, I'm yeah, Japanese Ghibli. Disney. I'm Japanese Your opinion Disney. Sucks. I, drew a, I drew a bunch of raccoons with testicles. Ooh, look at me. Ooh. Well, that's that's I'm, a different director. That's not even... I like to hi-ho her, Miyazaki. Uh, I mean, Spirit me, Away I got really a thousand good. movies with little girls. Oh. And, oh, and I like little girls. The worst part, I have movies that have a bunch of little girls, but I go to fucking jail about it. It's bullshit, man. I like to have them ghibli my balls. <laughs> what is All going right, on well, right now? That was the podcast. I have thousands of, of drawings of little girls saved on my computer, but then I get tracked by the FBI. I mean, like, and that's the end of the podcast. Who are you people? <laughs> I was Jim. Girls, right? I'm Nolan. He was Jim. He's not Jim anymore. I'm Dradix. I've got that Stradgex, everybody. Dra- yeah, J-R-A-D-G-E-X. It's a very weird name, I know. Dradgex, everybody. Dradgex, yeah. Or J-Radgex, if you need a good reference. That's what my sister calls me. She won't stop calling me it. And I'm Pan Pizza. So long, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye. Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. She was looking kind of dumb with a finger and her thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead. Well, well, when you hear start coming, coming and don't stop coming, get to the rules and get the ground running. Didn't make sense not to live for fun. Your brain gets smart, but your head gets dumb. So much to do, so much to see. So what's wrong with taking the back streets? You'll never know if you don't go. You'll never shine if you don't glow. Hey, now, you're all 